afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another live broadcast here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. We are live in Brenham, Texas. It is homecoming 2017 for the Blend Buccaneers as they are hosting the Northeastern Oklahoma A&M Vikings. <laughs> They're the Normads. Actually, that's, a, that's a mouthful, sir. <laughs> it is an absolute mouthful. I have been joined by Andre Davis and, of course, Brother Kendall Cobb. And we cannot forget Miss uh, um, uh, Jay. I almost call it Jordan, but it is her name, Jordan, uh, <laughs> to help us out here as it is homecoming 2017, number one against number two in conference play, number 14 of the nation, northeastern Oklahoma, from here on out, and number four in the nation would be that of the likes of Blinn. These teams have been one and two in the conference. Blinn coming in with a five and one conference record, six and one overall. Meanwhile, Northeastern Oklahoma on their trails with a five and two overall record, a four and two conference record, as these two teams would do battle. The Panthers, who are playing their homecoming game down the road, but homecoming focus right now is here with the Bland Buccaneers. Bland Buccaneers and the Northeastern Oklahoma group will both have their hands full defensively, and we'll talk a little bit about that later on down the road. But the number five quarterback in the nation, and I'll let Andre tell us his name in just a moment, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we have the number five running back in the nation that in the likes of the Northeast and Oklahoma. But don't think that the Buccaneers have come empty-handed. Carlos Grace, the number eight running back in the nation, and Brother Williams, not too far behind. He's averaging over 270-plus yards a game passing, but it's going to be down to what I've called the dynamic two. Jalen and A.J. are going to have to show up big for the Bucks. Gentlemen, good afternoon and welcome to this week's broadcast. What's up, Mike? Thank you so much for having us here for this broadcast. And you pretty much hit the nail on the coffin. Two of the top teams in the Southwestern Junior College Football Conference. That's that was, a mouthful, too. That is definitely a mouthful. <laughs> As you did mention, it is Glenn Buccaneers' homecoming, so the crowd will be on their sides for today's ball game. But these teams are going to be coming in with some explosive, explosive offense. You're talking about the number eight running back, that being uh, Darwin Thompson for uh, uh, for the Vikings, and then for the Glenn Buccaneers, Carlos Grace as number four for a uh, uh, running back. It's going to be very, very explosive in this game. Yeah, absolutely. Brother Cobb, uh, this is your third round here. Yes, checking sir. out uh, the Buccaneers. Um, what have you seen as some of the strengths uh, for the Bucks to have success on today? Uh, basically, they have, they're so versatile. I mean, they can, they can hit you with the, from the air. They can hit you on the ground. They have a great defense. I mean, they cover all facets, offense, defense, and special teams. I've been impressed with Blinn, I mean, across the board, just with their total uh, team effort. So it is going to be uh, the tale of two teams destined for playoff uh, greatness right now. Right now, the Buccaneers, being the number one seed in their conference, would have the luxuries of hosting all games, which is good for everyone, especially <laughs> <Yeah>. us, <laughs> exactly, to be able to cover 
uh, these broadcasts. But, uh, gentlemen, this should be a very, very yes, uh, uh, exciting game. Uh, anytime you get some worthy opponents uh, to face off against each other in a game that means something, it's excitement throughout the air. It's excitement for us as broadcasters, excitement for fans, it's excitement for the coaches and the players involved. So uh, should be some great football action here. We will try to keep you up to date on the Panthers broadcast or the coverage scores where they'll be hosting Bacon Warriors as that homecoming kickoff actually took off, uh, kicked off at 2 p.m. We're a kickoff at 3 p.m., so it's going to be a lot of fast and furious football throughout uh, at least this hemisphere of Texas. It's going to be an explosive, explosive game, Mike. And you mentioned the quarterback for the Vikings. His name is Wyatt Steigerwald. Tiger Walt, yeah, and he is leading in multiple categories throughout this conference. I believe he's racked up 22 touchdowns. 22 touchdowns yes, sir. in eight games. In That's eight what's games. so impressive. So uh, if my if my PV math is is holding up uh, <laughs> quite quite properly, that's a, a little bit under three touchdowns per game, but definitely over two touchdowns per game. Well, don't blame Preview for that, Mike. They <laughs> ain't got nothing to do with Preview. <laughs> and, now, and, Mike, and not only that, this brother's averaging 198 yards passing per game. Yes, yes. Leading but, the conference. Leading the conference. But on the flip side of that, Williams, who's played Devin a Williams. game less, mm-hmm. is throwing for 276 yards per game and only has 10 touchdowns. Both of these teams are explosive on both sides of the ball. And you mentioned Jalen and Antoine Jackson Jr., the big man's down low for the Glenn Buccaneers. They're, they're going to have to come up big in this game. If you allow me to say it, 40 and 4 going to have to show. Yes, sir. <laughs> the big guys on the ends, the bookends, they're going to have to have a strong performance, not only to contain a very proven quarterback, but a very proven running game. And that's what I'm excited to see. You have both of these guys who are leading the teams in tackles, 54 tackles for Jalen, 51 tackles for Jackson. But what's impressively, now Jackson is leading the team in sacks with seven sacks on the season, two and a half sacks. For Jalen, so the, these guys, as I say, it's going to be a lot expected of them in order for the Bucks to pull off this win today. Well, I just need one of them to get back there. Whether it be Jalen, whether it be Antoine, they can both get back there at the same how time. How about we have this a party? party. How, about a, how about an invitation? <laughs> meet me at the quarterback. Like Let's meet one. up with number twelve and make some things happen. All like well, one. Well, Doc, you said it best, Forty. I like your uh, politi- political stance, Forty and Forty. Forty and Forty. Show. Got the show, baby. They got I like the show. Oh, you and Jesse Jackson, line it up. But no. Oh, yeah, I'm a, well, you I'm took a, me back to 88. There you go. Uh, I'm dating myself. Run, Jesse, run. Run, Jesse, run. <laughs> <laughs> but the David's going to get that yet. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to get with history. We'll go that way. Google it. Google it. Google it. There you go. You got everything on Google. That's right. That's right. But we used to have a grow up saying reading is fundamental. But just go ahead. You still got to read, but you got to Google it first. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, but no, back to, to, the, to the, uh, uh, the game at hand, we got a first – uh, make sure that we uh, go through and thank our uh, supporters and underwriters for today. Brother Cobb, can you roll off that beautiful list, please? Sir, yeah, definitely. We definitely want to thank all our sponsors for making these, these uh, broadcasts possible. Starting with Hexair Comfort Solutions, followed by Farmers Insurance Agency out of the Hempstead office. Uh, back, Bush's Chicken, Brenda's Best Chicken, which you just had some today. Burger Fencing Landscaping and more for your landscaping needs. Mobius Cafe and Pizza Room. We all know about Mobius first and forehand. <laughs> auto check and auto repair out of spring. Steve is making it happen in spring. And of course, 
Temple of Refuge Ministry. What you say? I heard, I heard the, the word is being spread, Temple of Refuge Ministry. Well, you know what? You know what? They say a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then, and a broke <laughs> clock is right at least twice a day. <laughs> so I would like to think that every now and then I come up with a word or two from the Lord. Yeah, every yes, now sir. I believe you, you, you do. Think, you may take a Sunday off here and there, but you always come up right when you need to. Well, what we're going to do, brothers, brother, 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 later on throughout the broadcast, we're going to touch on these uh, sponsors directly. We want to thank each and every one for making this uh, broadcast possible. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Andre, uh, these teams are geared up a rather unique look, if you would, for the uh, Northeastern Oklahoma group. It's a bronze look. I want to say uh, maybe an old gold, maybe. Yeah, Vegas gold. I think it's called Vegas gold. Vegas gold helmet with the Vegas gold uh, shirts, the royal blue numbering. And I'm going to say another pattern or representation of the Vegas gold pants, white pants, I guess we would call it if we had to. They will be the representation of Northeastern Oklahoma. Of course, the Blaine Buccaneers in their royal blue with the blue helmets, the blue numbering, I mean, blue shirts with white numbering and the white pants. And their captains are coming out, getting ready uh, for the flipping of the coin. And uh, we should have some, some great football today. We should have some great football today. It's going to be a very physical, physical matchup. The Blaine Buccaneers are known for starting out the game explosive. I don't want to see them kind of slack off a little bit. Right, right, right. You're absolutely right about that because the Bucks they did have the luxury of a bye week, yes. which was good, being on the road in Arkansas and then in New, uh, New Mexico, some long road trips and talking with Coach Mahon. He was excited to be back in his own bedroom, <laughs> you know, and sleeping in his own comfort and surroundings. So uh, with that bye week, it brings an opportunity for the teams to get healed. It brings an opportunity for some new plays to be added for down the road in the playoff, and you can start trying to execute some of those things. So look for some wrinkles and some twists on today's contest. But as stated, um, uh, the Bucks. And, and the Vikings are going to be uh, ready to go and, right. and, and do some battle on today. Now, I'm glad you brought up uh, the bye week. And now you just mentioned that the pros that come with that. Now, you play at the college level uh, for football. So kind of lay out the cons to a bye week. Because I, in my opinion, I feel like there are pros to a bye week. You're getting that full week off. Uh, not playing, but I feel like there's some cons to that as well. Well, the cons to it could be idle time. The, t- the times that you would have for game time situation, you know that you're going to be accounted for mm-hmm. for uh, at least eight hours out of that day. Mm-hmm. Well, with a bye week, I don't have to worry about getting on a bus to go travel, to be loading up in a stadium to get ready, the pregame hype and everything in the game, and then the cool down period at the end of the game. So that being idle, but then you've got to understand these young men, and let me just say student-athletes, or on a mission. So if they're going to allow one weekend to throw them off course, then quite honestly and frankly, they're not deserving to be student athletes. Because go ahead. Well, I just have two points and thanks, Doc, for that. Uh, I have had this observation through the years. Oftentimes, when you're off for by week, you can't get complacent because again, you're not going against live competition. You're right. You're 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 going against your scout team and you're taking it easy on your own teammates and not going all out. So that's one aspect. The other aspect is just simply rust. 
you know, in the NBA playoffs yeah, yeah, or any time, yes. you there's a rust factor. When you lay off too long, LeBron's yeah. laid off too long with the Cavs, then all of a sudden you can't you don't have that fire anymore. Yes, and I'm glad you brought up the rust, Mr. Cobb, because I've seen it quite often when teams got that week off, they kinda of come out kind of slow a little bit because they're not you they they didn't play that week before. You know, versus when you're playing every Saturday, every Saturday, every Saturday, that momentum is still that that adrenaline rush is still kinda of in you. But when you take off that week, you can kinda of come out kinda of slow a little bit because of the rust that you just pointed out. Brother David, you hit the you hit the nail on the head. Right? <laughs> and you're exactly right. And that that is the whole aspect of just keeping that keep it occurring. You're still hunting. You're not resting on your lords. You're still hunting. So it's one thing, but let me just say this much about Blend in particular. You know, there's a lot of talent in and around the Houston area. And I think it's, it's indicative of what you see out here because you have so many schools to draw from this whole metro area. And granted, there are kids from outside of this area, but just so many schools to draw from. And it shows at the next level with what you see with Blend. So it's just, again, I can't, I can't say enough. And let me just say one more thing about the uniforms, Doc, when you mentioned uniforms. I absolutely love this this uh, this other team's uniforms. I mean, that Vegas you like gold, that Vegas gold, that, Vegas gold, that white, and it, 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 it contrasts it, great against that royal blue with the with blend. Yeah, it, it's not quite Notre Dame, but in terms of the bronze, <laughs> no, it, no, it, it, it would be more of a Georgia Tech, more of a Georgia Tech. There you go, yes sir. Yes, sir. We would get it right sooner or later. <laughs> <laughs> I like the look though. Well, guys, the Vikings won the tip, won not tip, I won the uh, won the coin toss, <laughs> and they have elected to uh, they've deferred to the second half. So the Blend Buccaneers will get the ball first here on this opening drive, guys. The Bucks will be going from right, right to left. Well, you got it right, Dre. <laughs> Okay, we're going to try to get our crowd mic here set up. So, guys, we're going to get an opportunity to see Devin Williams himself and Carlos Grace, Grace and Mercy, Grace and Mercy, we call him on the scene. <laughs> and we already talked about the explosiveness of this offense. We already know how often that they're going to get a ball to Carlos Grace. So, look to hear that here pretty soon as the kick is up. And he's going to feel this one at the two-yard line. He's going to pass the five. He's going to share some defenders. He keeps his feet moving. And he's going to be stopped at about the 16-yard line. Well, number 34, Phillip Jones, tailed back for the Glenn Buccaneers on that return. Well, a good return uh, when you have the ball and don't turn it over. A little deeper than what you would like if you're the Buccaneers. But it's a great opportunity for the Bucks to set the tempo in what is expected, at least from my end, to be a very, very physical game. And speaking of what expected, Dr. Prince, as we all know, Coach Mahon, he has that mentality, if it isn't broke, don't fix it, as they're going to go trips to the right, twins left, empty backfield, as Williams is a man in motion. And Williams going to drop back the pass, and that mm. pass is caught. Pass to 20, pass to 25, and he's going to have more than enough for Glenn Buccaneers' first down. Nice third-step move. I mean, he caught it in the flat, made a nice little third-step move, and got about five additional yards. Absolutely. A quick three-step drop for Wales, got the ball, and you want to do that when you got a quarterback who's, quote-unquote, the underdog, get his confidence level up, and let's keep rolling. Guys, interesting play call by the Glenn Buccaneers to go with a pass on first down on the opening drive. They just keep the defense on their toes and let them know, hey, we're coming from <laughs> left and right. As Williams drop back to pass again. This time the pass is complete yet again, and he has a little bit of daylight past the 45. He keeps his feet moving past the 50, 
He has enough for another Bland Buccaneers first down. Yes, Brother sir. Brother Davis, I like to, I like, uh, to point out that's your favorite part. That yards after catch. I mean, yes. He caught the ball and he got an additional 10, 12 yards. That time, that was the freshman to Corey Smith on the reception for the Bland Buccaneers. They're going to go to hurry up offense. Ball at the 48-yard line. Buccaneers moving right to left. And they're going to hand this one off to DeAndre Reed on the right side. And nice move. He keeps his feet moving. Gains about eight yards. <laughs> Man, you talking about a nice inside jab step move, cutting to avoid the tackle to get additional four or five yards, and it's going to be another positive game for the Buck. He took no yards and turned into eight yards. The yes, explosiveness of the Bland Buccaneers on this opening drive. And that last run is going to bring up second and eight for the Bucks. Ball at the 41-yard line. As Williams sends another man in motion. As Reed is going to be offset to his left. Williams, back to pass, has all day to throw. He's going to air this one long. No man in the vicinity, ball incomplete. The first incomplete pass. I mean, they've yet to run the ball. They come come out with. That, is, that, is an inter- that is interesting. But you got to love the play calling and the setup for the Bucks. Williams had all day to throw, and that was set up with those short runs and those uh, short passes and those sweeps. And he had all day to throw the ball. Just roll off. And speaking of running the ball, guys, Carlos yes. Grace now checks in the game here on third down for the Bucks, And they're going to hand off to Grace at the middle. He's mad. The line screen to keep his feet moving. Not going to do enough for the first down. Well, that time, instead of running north and south, uh, there was a little east and west boogie. Mm-hmm. And Grace uh, run on that one. And that cost him to lose uh, some yardage right now. And it's going to be decision time for Coach Mayhem. <laughs> And speaking of decision time, right, I believe that the Bucks will go for it here on fourth and two. Ball at the 41-yard line. Why not? It's homecoming. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, homecoming. The crowd's on your side. Why not? Yeah. Set it out. Swing <laughs> receiver set up for the Bucks. Grace offset to Williams' left. As Williams going to hand this one off to Grace at the middle. And he keeps his feet moving, lowers his shoulder, and I believe he's going to have enough for a buck first down. Now, wow, that's a Grace run that I like to see. He was able to squeeze through. Right, he lowered his shoulder. He was able to squeeze that a little like a blockade. He burst through and got the first down. And, Mr. Kyle, what did I normally say about running backs like Carlos Grace that has the size for it? You yes, should be sir. lowering your shoulder on every single you run. You said that last night at the high school game, <laughs> sir. You're exactly right. Lower your shoulder and keep Absolutely. those legs moving, sir. You say that on a regular basis. Mr. Davis predicts. Ball <laughs> <laughs> at the 39-yard line. Bucks moving right to left. Grace offset to Williams left. As Williams is reading in motion, Williams is going to fake this one. and He's pressured. And he's going to throw this one away just in the nick of time. Boy, you talking about, oh, did they call the flag? There's a flag. going to be intentional grounding. Yeah, yeah, well, you can't blame Williams on that one because he had a rush on him so quick that he could do nothing but throw that ball away to avoid the sack. He was in the grass with one of the defenders, and he just had to get it off otherwise take the sack. Right, so. well, it was wonder. it's a wonder that they didn't call in the grass. I know they don't call it as often as they used to, but to avoid injury, correct, you would have liked to have seen that call. Well, not like to have seen the call. It's going to cost them a loss of down and loss of yardage. Well, sir. Well, guys, the Bucks went with a play-action phase on that last play, and it seems that the Vikings kind of sniffed that one out. Mm-hmm. So that's going to bring up – should be second down. Yes, sir. It's going to bring up second and about 22 for the Bucks. All we just have, a little middle screen would be nice right about now. The ball will be on their 49-yard line. They have to get to the 
29-yard line of the Vikings for a first down. You still got two downs. Let's see how they do it. 11.56 remaining here in the first quarter. We are scoreless here from Brenham, Texas. Trips left for the Bucks. And the hand is something great to the right side. Has a little bit of blocking. Keeps his legs moving. Game's about giving four yards on the play. Yeah, four for effort. Five if you're going on the curve. <laughs> Grading on the curve. <laughs> I know about that. Yes, sir. Somebody got, got me to school. Don't we all know about it? <laughs> <laughs> we got third down and 17 for the Bucks. Ball at the 47-yard line, the obvious passing situation. Third and 17 to be exact. Trips left for the Bucks. Grace offset to Williams left. Williams. Back to pass, has a little bit of blocking, and he's just going to try to keep this in himself, but he's not going to get away from the pressure, brought down just right at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and you can see Northeastern Oklahoma now, defense getting amped up, and that's big. If you're on the road, you want to stop the team that's ranked ahead of you uh, from getting any type of momentum going, especially on a big day as homecoming. So now they're going to try to jumpstart the offense and the Bucks get a chance on defense to try to shut things down. Doc, you're exactly right. I mean, they were able to, again, this is uh, the Buccaneers' first drive, and they were moving the ball initially. Yeah, they were moving the ball. If it wasn't for the intentional grounding call, they were moving the ball fairly well on this opening drive. You're correct. So this is a major stop for the Vikings to sit up here and hold, hold them and for two. Uh, it looks like going to be a punt. But, again, yes, it seems like they've called timeout. Yes, and sir. this would be a great take, – take some timeout to recognize some of our sponsors. Let's go ahead and start. I, I just got to mention, the, say, the way that you segue into these sponsors, man, is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. <laughs> hey, <laughs> sir, I've been working on my, my stick. So <laughs> this guy segues into these sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go ahead and uh, talk about Hectar Comfort Solutions and Nieto Technology Partners out of the Clear Pave office. They're located at 22803. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Cobb. As the punting units are out onto the field, as the Bucks are going to punt this one away, and as we mentioned before, you know they moved that ball fairly easily on that opening drive. Went with the pass on first down. You know we normally see Carlos Grace, you know, run the ball on first down, but I like how the Bucks were not predictable on this opening drive. <laughs> So back to see the punt for the Vikings will be number seven, Kiwion McGee. And this punt is going to bounce inside the five-yard line of the Vikings. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's, that's one of the small things that you talk about for that particular play. Four special teams. Yes, sir. So now we're going to see the two guys that we've been talking about in the pregame show, number 40, Jalen Cooper, and number four, Antoine Jackson, Jr., at defensive at the defensive end spots for this, this Bucks defense. As the ball will be at the four-yard line of the Vikings, the exact Vikings moving left to right. 10-27 remaining here in the first quarter. We are scoreless here from Brenham, Texas, Andre Davis. Dr. Mike Prince, Mr. Kendall Cobb. And we're going to see Wyatt 
Steigen walk at quarterback as he sends a man in motion. He's going to pitch this one to the right side, and he has some blocking room, and he gets right at the 10-yard line, gaining about five yards on the play. Yes, sir. That was a wide receiver, K.J. Wells, on the sweet play for the Vikings. It's going to bring up second and four. And Wyatt's going to hand this one off up the middle, and he's going to be met at the line of scrimmage by the big guys. <laughs> Gain of about, he's going to give him a yard with mercy. Yo, they gave him, they gave they gave him a yard with mercy, but he was met at the line of scrimmage led by Antoine Jackson Jr. and Jalen Cooper himself. That's going to bring up third and three for the Vikings. Two receivers to the right. One to the left. As Wyatt is going to hand. It's not up the middle yet again. Nowhere to go. Picks up maybe a lot, maybe a yard. And the punting units will come out onto the field. So excellent, excellent, excellent stop by the defense of this win. Buccaneers on that opening drive. It's like a little action from Keith Watson there. Linebacker getting some tackles in as well as making uh, a successful stop. Well, the Bucks answer the call on defense just as Northeastern Oklahoma, and that's what you want to see. They did not allow that first down. As the punt is up, and he's going to feel this one, but he's going to be met immediately. Mm, that's a little ill-advised. You know, the, the defenders are right there in his face. Yes, sir. Sometimes you can – I mean, that's, that's so risky because just as you're catching, they're allowed to hit you. So the ball touches you, that ball – I mean, they, they can connect with you. And if they, just for health purposes alone. Yes, sir. Uh, maybe you wave a fair catch and get out the way or just fair catch enough time to see it. But once again, you got these young men who are trying to make any type of highlight yes, that they can. Correct. Yes, correct. So they're willing to take more risk. Correct. You know, right. And that's one of the things that we have to analyze for punt returners that not only their job is to return a ball, but they have to make judgment calls as well. Correct. And Correct. we tried to make a judgment call on that one based on the way the ball bounced, tried to scoop it, but he had nowhere to go. <laughs> I think we're going to see more grace on this series. Absolutely. As the bus will set up shop at the 41-yard line. Good call, Doc. grace. But he goes absolutely nowhere. He's going to lose about a couple of yards on that play. Well, he's taken down by LeBron Stokes out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. That was a good, good play by Stokes on the defensive side. Yes, sir. He burst right through the line. And just as Grace has received the ball, he was right there on him. Well, guys, it's no secret that the Vikings know about Carlos Grace going into this football game. They did their game plan. They watched film on this guy all season. So he's going to have his work cut out for him today. And he's going to hand this one off to Grace. Here, here you go. She has about a couple of defenders, picks up those yards back and then some to make, a, to make it about third and eight for the Bucks. Nice stiff-arm move, and then he went with the spin to get a, you know to get back on maybe a few yards more than he w- would have had initially. Look, I got to follow up with you guys. Did you guys ever go look up who Barry Foster was? <laughs> Did not, sir. Oh, my God. Follow up with me at halftime, Mike. I'm Did sorry. not, sir. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You had one job to do. <laughs> one job. You had one job. <laughs> Ball at the 42-yard line of the Bucks. Third and eight, seven feet remaining here in the first quarter. We are scoreless. As Williams going to drop back the pass, steps up in the pocket, and he's just going to take this one himself. And he's going to get 
just shy of the first down. He's going to be about a yard short. Now, you at midfield. Do you play position ball or do you try to go for this? I would say go for it. I would go for it. I would say go homecoming for it. Homecoming game, get the crowds behind you. Homecoming game, yes, sir, the crowds behind you. I'm really liking the explosion of this Buccaneers. And if I know Coach Mahon, he's going to do exactly well, that. Well, I wonder who's going to get this one. Coach <laughs> Mahon is a risk taker, guys. We know that. We've seen it before. A lot of times we disagree with it. You've attested that on a number of occasions when they played uh, Tyler, Mike. <laughs> but they're going to go for it here on fourth and one. There you go. Hand off to the big man, Carlos Grayson, seven. He gets more than enough for a Buccaneers first down. Good call. And that's why you go for it, because you have Carlos Grace. Carlos Grace, the number eight rusher in the nation, averaging 115 yards a game. You got fourth down and one. I'm going to feed you to your throw up. <laughs> and speaking of feeding to your throws up, Mike, they're going to hand it to him yet again. This time the game's about a couple of yards. Right. A stingy front line up there by northeastern Oklahoma. This uh, Bucks offensive line has been jailing all season. They're finally clicking on all cylinders. So it's going to be a good battle in the trenches on today. Well, I like yes, how you say stingy line. I like that. Yes, sir. You know I'm a defensive guy first. <laughs> I'm offensive guy. Run it back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> Showtime. Six twenty remaining here in the first quarter as Williamson's reading in motion. He's going to throw it to the right side, just at the 40, and he has some daylight, and he's knocked out of bounds after gaining game of about 15 yards and another Buccaneers first down. Yes, sir. They're going to spot him at the 38-yard line, a little swing and route uh, in motion, and just hit him while he was in stride and let his speed do the rest. Yes, sir. Ball is taken at the 28-yard line of the Vikings. Bucks moving right to left, first and 10. Trips to the left for the Bucks. Grace offset to Williams left. As Williams is making the call. As Williams is going to drop back the pass on this one. He's going to run to his left. And he sees nothing but daylight. So he's going to take off and run and keep those feet moving past the 20, past the 15. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Speed kill, man. That's all I can say. Corey Smith came back with a, with a block, and he's only 5'6", 155. He yes, came sir. back with a block yeah. against the big linebacker. That's what they call a slobber knocker, man. There you go. He yeah. knocked some sense yeah, into the young Williams man. Devin saw nothing but daylight. He took and ran it. That's what I like to see by Devin Williams. That's something that I want to see him do more and more often for this Bucks offense. Well, the challenge for Williams today is not to try and match wits with wit from the other side who's thrown 22 touchdowns. His yes. job is to manage the game yes. and keep a balance on offense. Yes, sir. Trips to the right for the Bucks. As Williams going to fake this one to Grayson. He's going to throw it to the end zone. Oh! Dropped. Ah! They both took a shot. Kedrick weak fall in 10 receiver on the play as he was hit. Yes, sir. Once he caught the ball. That was a big boy's hit for sure. Big hit, and both are down. That was hit by Greg McAllister, and um, both Wheatfall and McAllister are down. Well, yeah. well, McAllister is up first, but Wheatfall is still on the ground. He's being checked for the standing eight because that was a heavyweight hit for yes, sure. Sir. Uh, a nice touch by Williams on that play as they're still tending uh, to the uh, – questionable receiver right now, but um, w- one thing about it, Williams is coming in 10 touchdowns, mm-hmm. and being an athlete, 
you know what your other uh, counterpart has done. This dude has thrown 22 touchdowns. He's got 1,500-plus yards, this, that, and the other. I'm going to let them know that I'm just as good as him. That yes, sir. That's not need from Williamson. Correct, correct. Play within his game. Play within your game. Play your role in the game, and let's win as a team. One thing I noticed going get in preparation for this, this game, there were not a lot of big stats that Glenn leaves as a team, individuals, I should say, but as a team, they're doing all the right things. You know the only stat that messes with Glenn Buccaneers, five and one. Five there and one. Yes, That's six sir. and one. And yes, after sir. the day, we want to say seven, seven and one yes, overall. <laughs> you got other players that's leading in this category and that category. That's fine. You know, patch your stats. But I'm looking at six and one for the Glenn Buccaneers. Yeah, yes, I agree with both of you gentlemen. And bottom line, I think Williams, uh, had he released the ball a split second earlier, uh, we fall with yeah, him yeah, yeah, he at, kinda, as, as he crossed the goal kinda, line and not taking that shot. Yeah, he kind of squeezed out in the tight window, Mr. Correct. He got it in there, but, but unfortunately, we fall had to take the punishment for it. Yeah, yeah, he we fall squeezed in a very tight window. Right. Yes, he sir. is up right now, and what's not favorable, and I'm trying to speculate, and looking at the little wooziness on him, they've taken his helmet, which is an indication of yes, the, the concussion yes. protocol. Yes, sir. So we'll try to monitor that to see how things are going. So they're not going to be without Kiju Weefall, most likely for the rest At least for this time. series. We'll say for this series. We don't want to speculate anything. Yes, sir. But we still got guys like Quinn Newton, DeAndre Reed, and Sakori Smith in that receiving core for the Glenn Buccaneers. So those guys are definitely going to have to step up and help out Devin Williams and Carlos Grace for this offense. Yes, sir. As the teams are back out onto the field, if you're just now joining us, we are scoreless here from Brenham, Texas, but we have about five minutes remaining here in the first quarter. Andre Davis, Dr. Mike Prince, Mr. Kendall Cobb. Sir, and I just want to point out something. You know, this the protection that Williams has enjoyed, plus the holes that uh, Grace has seen, all go back to that line. I want to touch on this after this play. The line play has been great. On the series. Absolutely. Yes, sir. As we have second and 10 for the Bucks, ball at the 14-yard line as Williamson goes to quarterback draw, and he's met at the line of scrimmage, gains about a yard on the play. It looked to be a broken play, but, again, I always want to touch on the line. Clayton Woods, the center, Garrison Tulos, William Gilchrist, Bo Morris, and Jamarcus Bolding are all doing a great job of grinding those uh, – grinding yeah. that – uh, field up and making it happen for pass plays. Well, I'm so glad that you paid attention to the heavies. Yes, sir. <laughs> Game was one of the loss in the trenches. Sir. That's right. I mentioned the heavies last night that they normally don't get you no know, you know, any love. Yes, sir. They're running back to wide receivers and quarterbacks get the touchdowns and the glories. But if it wasn't for the big man, none of that would be even possible. Correct, correct. As Williamson's reading in motion, Williams back to pass. Ooh. To a swing route to read that pass is incomplete. Number 18, William Montre Hall on the pass breakup for the Vikings. That's going to bring up fourth down. Well, fourth down and technically you're in the red zone, and you anytime you get in the red zone, you want to get touchdowns. Now you're going to rely on your kicker, who's 9 of 15 for the season, mm. at field goal attempts. Uh, this should be within his range. Should be about a – Well, they're spotting 20, it at the – About a 22-yarder? This is going to be a – a 30, 24 yards. 24, 24 yards, yeah. <laughs> There's that preview man, Mike. <laughs> uh, no. Pick is up and it is no good. Don't know wow. what happened there. It looks good from this angle. Well, he, he has to shade it. it. Yeah, he's shading it to the right just a little bit. And that's what you want to talk about. Now, uh, 
this is not dog pile on on any other players or anything. But when you get into that red zone, anytime you're relying on your kickers, you, you're you're settling. That's a consolation prize. So I want right. to be able. I want the jackpot. Correct. I want the six. And speaking of consolation prize, Mike, they didn't even get a chance to get that as he missed that uh, field goal. So now there's going to be a big big stop for the defense to come because some would say, even though we're scoreless here. With 419 remaining here in the first quarter, some will say that slightly the momentum may have just shifted in the hands of the Vikings if they can move this ball Agreed. On, on this next drive. That's a morale builder to stop them in the red zone and them come away with zero points. I mean, again, if you come away with three, I'll take three versus zero. So uh, I agree, good gentlemen. Absolutely, absolutely. As the ball will be at the 19-yard line of the Vikings. Play action pass. Why it's going to throw this one downfield? That pass is caught. And I believe he's going to have enough for a Vikings first Yeah, round. I think they're going to give him all on the progress, and he'll be right at the 20-yard line. It'll be a first fresh set of downs. All right, that was K.J. Wells. He's yes, 6'3", so he's able to get up there and, and catch those high balls. And Wyatt used all of his height on that last throw. Correct. Just to the right for the Vikings. They're going to hand this off to Williams in the middle. Gaping holes gained about six yards on the play. Well, a little stutter step that time by uh, Williams as he was able to get through on that left side of that line that's holding up holes right now. Here that the Vikings can go to hurry up offense on this drive. They did some they did that similar on the last drive. We're gonna see more over here on this drive as they're gonna hand off the wheels yet again this time to the left side and he gains enough for a Vikings first down. Yeah, nice tackle by Nate Betts who had to go low to take that uh runner down. That did get a bounce. Well, right now, uh, Northeast Oklahoma is doing what they call uh, opening up the floodgates right now. They're doing that power surge. There's no huddle offense trying to get the Bucks winded on the defensive side. And so far, three plays and two first downs for the Vikings here on this drive. That's why drop back to pass. He has a little bit of daylight. It appears that he's just going to take this one himself. Saw nothing downfield. Goes out of bounds. And another first down for the Vikings. Now, I was actually looking for a flag. It looked like one of the defenders for the Bucks was pushed from behind to give Wyatt that window of escape. But they didn't throw the laundry, so no hurt. No they're, now in, they're now in Bucks territory as they cross the 50-yard line. They're at about 45 now going in. Yes, sir. And that's going to make three first downs here for the Vikings on this drive. Driving the ball with a little bit of momentum as we have 2.45 remaining here in the first quarter as Wise is the man in motion here. This one up the middle. Oh, no, he faked it. He kept with himself, mm-hmm. ran to the left side, picks up about four yards. I, I, was, thought, I thought I had got the loose. <laughs> <Well, well, laughs> I was equally faked out. I, I thought, thought, were faked no, out. I, just not, I didn't know who had the ball. <laughs> I, I had no idea who had the ball. We, we have a bird's eye view, and we cannot tell who had the ball. Absolutely. <laughs> so that was an excellent, excellent fake by Wyatt on that last play, and he was able to pull it and gain about four yards for the Vikings. As the ball is placed at the 41-yard line, Vikings moving left to right. Play action fake. This time, Wyatt's going to throw this one downfield. Pass incomplete. Off the mark behind the receiver. Um, had the safety been over top, he would have been in perfect position to intercept that. But well, i got to give uh, Wyatt some credit. He is actually looking very smooth back there at the quarterback position. Uh, got the highest the poise and the touch just a little off on that last throw, and he's getting time, and he's got some speed as well. Yeah, soccer wall, wide soccer wall, sure is. I mean, he's doing, he's running, and he's uh, throwing well. Yes, sir. You call him Stargawall. I'm going to call him White. <laughs> right, I'm calling him White. <laughs> is Mama name Clay? I'm calling him Clay. Thirty-six for the Vikings. White 
to the man in motion. Oh, uh, nice play. This one up the middle. Shovel and pass. A little shovel pass, but I believe he didn't get enough for a first down, about a yard short. Now, I quote, you can quote me on this. Look for that play later. They faked the sweep, did a shuttle pass. He did the fake with his right hand, a mm-hmm. shuttle pass with the left hand, and that's a little misdirection. They're doing a spread misdirection look, which you can see how this offense has been as potent as it has all season. And that was a smooth, smooth fake by Wyatt, Mike. And as you mentioned on the previous play, this guy is actually looking comfortable back there at that quarterback position. Yes, sir. When the JUCO level, everybody is auditioning for the next gig. Yes, sir. And having a huddle here at 50-yard line may be some infractions. Well, meanwhile, while we have a break in the action for our listeners listening to today's broadcast, as you mentioned during the pregame show, Mike, the Prairie University Panthers are facing the Cone College for for their homecoming back in Prairie Texas, and they're leading at halftime by the score of 31-0. to zero. Well, seven minutes remaining until halftime, but they're leading 31-0. to zero. Now, Mr. Davis, how is it that they drew Pecone College for homecoming? <laughs> well, you know, on your homecoming, now maybe I'm wrong. I'm just speculating. But on your homecoming, you want to make sure that the team you're facing, you know, you do anything you can to make sure that you win. You know, you don't want to take any chances of possibly losing on your homecoming. Well, Blender, take a note of that. Maybe not, but homecoming, you could have scheduled because that's an NAI school. You could have scheduled a D2 school or something like that. But nonetheless, they didn't want to take any chances yes, sir. of losing on their homecoming. On yes, one sir. hand, I understand it. But on the other hand, it's an NAI school. <laughs> I'm going to just be that there. They want to ensure it. <laughs> So there was a penalty on that last play. It's going to back up the Vikings five yards. So it would have been third and six. It's now third and 11. Ball at about the 46-yard line. 148 remaining here in the first quarter. We are scoreless here from Durham, Texas. Why? Oh, here we go. Has a man wide open. That pass is caught. Wow. Number Kobe, Kobe Bryant. He went airborne and... Took a shot while in the air and hung on to wow. the ball. That was a, a big-time reception. Yes, sir. That was why kind of the strongest receiver out there. Yeah, but, but, yeah. but the receiver knew he was going to take a big hit, but held on to it to get the first down. <laughs> Only 5'9", 175 was able to hang on to that ball. This time, why hand? Well, he faces it against the wheels at the minute. He keeps it himself, and he gains about... 15 yards and another first down for the Vikings. Another smooth handoff, and it got me again here in the broadcast. Well, here's the thing that I am very, very impressed with. They do a lot of motion. Hopefully I can get this in before the next play. But they're running a misdirection from the spread, and i got to be honest, I have yet to see that. I agree. I mean, it's confusing me from the poop. <laughs> so I can imagine on the, it's 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 on the field. did it two plays in a row. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I didn't know who had the ball advocate. Wyatt fake the pass over and back in the end zone. That pass is caught for a Viking touchdown. Touchdown number 23 for Wyatt. Uh, another play action. All that was set up, uh, brothers, off the play action. Agreed. And the, the effectiveness of the run. Uh, we're going to be in for a dogfight today. And do you know who's rewarded with that touchdown, sir? The same man who went across the middle, Kobe Bryant, who, just, who took that shot in the air in a two previous and plays that ago. that touchdown was his reward for that, for that pass that he caught went up in the air for it. And yes, make a note that that pass was on the money on that time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. 
And the kick is up, and it is good. So, the Vikings strike first blood here in today's contest towards the end of the first quarter. <laughs> Mr. Tom, like when I make that reference. First blood. He strikes first John Rambo? blood, sir. John Rambo? <laughs> I'm a Sylvester Long fan. Yes, sir. The Vikings strike first blood here in today's contest. Our score seven. With a minute remaining here in the first quarter. And, guys, you all mentioned the play-action fake done by the Vikings. You know, we see the play-action fake by the Blend Buccaneers as uh, as well. They don't run it as often as the Vikings, but the Glenn Buccaneers do try that play action fake as well, just like the Vikings, but unfortunately, it's working out effectively for the Vikings here in this first quarter. Yes, sir, and I'm sorry, Doc, go ahead. No, I just wanted to let folks know that we're not trying to be disrespectful to Northeastern Oklahoma. They are the Golden Norsemen. We call them Vikings for sure, but they are the Norsemen, but uh, if we say Vikings, we don't mean any harm. It's just quicker and easier to say. Well, Vikings were from the North. North, yeah. North, North, North. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, but I just, you know, just for clarity purposes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, we might have some people from northeast Oklahoma say we're not the Vikings. We're the Golden Norsemen. The Golden Norsemen. Let me say this much. When they're running their misdirection, it is a lot more action and a lot more uh, motion going on in their plays than what Blinn runs. And I think there, there lies a problem with Blinn defense catching this up because, they're again, we don't know who has the ball from our vantage point. So, you know, I can only imagine. The well, being down in the trenches, man, and playing against misdirections from my past, it is very confusing, and it takes discipline. You have to stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. Don't go guessing. Just stay there anticipating that the ball is coming to you, and nine times out of ten, it will. The kick is up. It's going to go into the back of the end zone. Well, while while they get set up for the first play, we want to definitely recognize our sponsors. We want to thank Farmers Insurance Agency. Out of the Hempstead location, you can contact Latina Chapel at 979-826. 3026. 979 We are farmers. <laughs> 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 well, guys, it is the battle of the top two teams of the Southwest Junior College Football Conference. The Vikings, excuse me, the Norsemen get on the scoreboard first by score of 7 to 0. The Golden Norsemen. The Golden Norsemen with about a minute remaining here in the first quarter. The Bucks are going to have to answer the call here on this next drive. Well, if you look at it, the Bucks are down 10 points because they missed a field goal and gave up the touchdown. So Good that's a swing of 10 points. And it makes a difference with momentum. And they're going to go to the play-action phase. This time they're going to pass the read to the right side. And he gains about give him seven yards on that play. As a matter of fact, that was a, a pass by uh, 12 and not Williams. For the Bucks, okay? Yes, sir. The Corey Smith on that last. Yeah, that was a new little wrinkle. <laughs> Keep them guessing. Buccaneers mixing it up here on this drive. I like it. Ball at the 32-yard line, and they're going to pass the read this time on the left side, and he has nothing but daylight goes out of bounds and gains more than enough. For now, I'm about down. to see if you saw what I just saw, brother. Uh, he did a old of paint. Yes, I did. 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 And I like what the Glenn Buccaneers did on that play. They moved all their wide receivers to the right side, moving the defense to their side, 
to that side. They let Carlos Grace run to the left side where there's no defenders in the area. At the next level, there are no defenders. Everyone's pulled over to the other side of the field. And, again, they're going to the short passing game and these little runs. And it seems like they're drawing some success from that. Well, I think both teams uh, were kind of jabbing each other around, getting a feel for what they think would work. And then once you go through some scripted plays, because Coach Mahon does go through a scripted play, and once you get through that script, then you see what your percentages were. They call all this analytics these days. And and they go through and they uh, sort out what's effective, what's not effective. Now you're going to start seeing the heart of their attack for the rest of the game. So is that money ball on the college-collegiate level? Yeah, it's all about money ball. There you go. It's all about money (laughs) Analytics. So you mentioned a scripted play, Mike. So what if you're a coach and you get into the ball game and you're realize that things are kind of shaking up a little bit, do you still go through your script to play? Even though you know that it's not working, things are kind of shaking up, the defense is kind of sniffing it out, do you continue to run through your script to play, or do you go ahead and try to make adjustments? You stick with the script, and while you're sticking with the script, you're finding out what's working, what's not working, and it's almost like throwing little chinks of the arm. I'm trying to look for that soft spot. So okay. you've got to run your script. Okay. Now, that's why you only have a set number of plays. Some cases it's 10 plays, 20 plays, depending on what it is. And once you get past that, at halftime you say, this is what worked, this is what didn't work. Now let's go out of this format of what did work, and then let's add more plays to that. Now, one thing I'm really trying to get to, Mike, now the Bucks are only down seven. They're not down by a lot of points. I know you said 10 plus the field goal that they missed on that last drive, but they're only down by seven. What if you get to a point where you're still not, where you're still not done with your scripted plays, but you kind of find yourself down by more than seven, by 14, maybe 21, down by three touchdowns, but you still haven't went through all your script to play. You have to stick with your script unless why even have one. <laughs> I would agree. The second and three, I would agree. Plus, have teams that switch sides. There's a long pass. There's a long pass. Long, and that pass. Oh, my goodness. And he's the kicking team. himself right about now. He was wide open. Corey was wide open. Lord, Lord. we didn't put that on the money. Wow. I mean, it was, it was a put it on the money while it was on the run. On the run. On the run. The run stepped up in the pocket. In and out of that one long. Just Corey Smith just could not hang on to it. And, and, and hindsight is twenty twenty. He had a lane to run for the first down. That's what he said. That's when you tuck it and run. But he did what he was supposed to do. He executed well. well. It just didn't finish on the other end. Catch it first, then run. When the terms are moving from this level to the next level, you have to make big plays like that. And they're going to go to hand out two. Carlos Grace gets tripped up at the line of scrimmage. That's going to bring a fourth down for the Bucks. Actually, as he tries to do a jab step, kind of slip. Yeah, he slipped, lost his footing, and uh, gave up. You know the leverage that he would have to, to get low and get through the town. That all confidence play the grass got him. And, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, he's going to be forced to punt. And again, another Buccaneers drive stalled by one play. Well, yeah. Devin Williams was trying to plead with his coach, wanted to go for it on fourth and three. As coach signaled to the offense, told them to get off the field as the punter unit come out. Well, you know, if you're, you're, you're a competitor as Williams, you are. Oh, oh they're going to go with the fake on fourth and three. And no, not, not get not enough for a first down. Now, uh, I'm not trying to be funny. Anything. I was thinking, I said, they might try to fake it right here. <laughs> I, I really didn't get a chance to say it. That's that football but, instinct. Yeah, that's that. But, but, and with that instinct, Northeastern Oklahoma Golding. Norman, Norseman, Norseman, <laughs> we're ready. And as we and as we said before, Coach Ryan Mayhart is a risk taker. Mm-hmm. We've already seen it twice here in this game, and but, unfortunately, they came up short there on fourth down. Well, I tell you what, the fake. They were not chicken to go for that uh, fourth down. But speaking of chicken, 
You gentlemen were able to enjoy Bush's chicken as I was late to the party, so how was it? Good. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you the listeners always want to try Bush's chicken, you reach them at 979-838-1804. Bush's chicken, the best in Brenham. And a gaping hole up the middle gains about 15 to 16 yards on the play. Another Norseman, golden Norseman, first down. That was number 15, Cortez Watson on the run for the, for the Norseman. And this we talk about momentum swings. You know, they stopped the uh, fake uh, field, fake punt, and now they on the very first play to get positive yards. So first and 10 for the golden Norseman, ball at the 36-yard line. Pass to the left side, pass is complete. Two, number 83, K.J. Wells, picks up about six yards on the play as we have a quarterback switch, guys, for the Golden Norseman. Number four, Cordell Grundy, takes in the game at quarterback for the Norseman here on this drive. Uh, I don't know why, because they uh, seems like Wyatt uh, was having a soccer wall, was having a lot of success, especially with K.J. Wells. But, again, you see this next, uh, number four found uh, – Grundy also found K.J. Wells with no problem. Well, we'll just see what happens here on this particular drive. If he's going to pitch this one to KJ well to the right side, and he's going to have nowhere to go, maybe gets back to the line of scrimmage. So they're trying to, as Dr. Priest spoke of, another weakness in the armor of the Buccaneer defense and trying to hit here, hit there. Yeah. Could be still in the scripted plays. And maybe they're just testing out a new quarterback. You know, it's not to say that uh, Wyatt was playing poorly because we saw it was the opposite out in that no. particular drive. We didn't really see him get hurt or anything like that. So maybe the uh, Norseman just trying to try out a new quarterback here on this drive. Possibly, but this is a game that counts. I don't know if this is the time to do so. But like you said, who knows? <laughs> and they're going to hand this now to the, up the middle. Shares a few defenders, picks up about eight yards, and another Norseman first down. Wow, that was Cortez Watson, and he dipped his dab and, and skied his way around these defenders. And, Mr. Carr, normally when I see teams do that, when they switch out quarterbacks, if one is not hurt, you know, maybe your, maybe the other quarterback can do something differently than the other quarterback can do. So maybe why is more of your passer. He can take off running too, but then maybe this guy can do something different. I agree, and that could be very well the case. Everybody has a specialty. And he's flushed out of pocket. He's going to run to the right side, and he's going to run out of bounds. Picks up about six yards. Nice positive yards, though, in that scramble run. Well, he took a play where everyone was covered, and he turned it into something. And, again, maybe he's a little bit more nimble. And, uh, well, he's showing he's fleet of foot right now. He's flushed out of the pocket. <laughs> the pocket collapsed. He just escapes to the left. Kick up the part of the yard. Yes, sir. So the Norsemen are moving the ball fairly easily here on this drive. That's Brandy for the man in motion and hands this off the court. Well, he's making the court. He has a move. He's going down in the backfield by forty. Jalen Cooper and Mike. We talked about Jalen Cooper. He's going to have to step up in this game to get his first sack of the game. How much more do we need to see that? Well, we need to see a little bit of more forty, and we definitely got to see four before it's over with. That's fact <laughs> number three and a half on the year. For Cooper. Well, that last second is going to bring up a huge, huge third down, third and 12 to be exact for the Norsemen. Ball at about the 21-yard line, 11-24 remaining here in the second quarter. 7-0 is our score in favor of the Golden Norsemen. Running, drop back to pass. That pass is complete. Fair flag. As we do have, yes, sir, we do have a flag on the play. Might be a hole. 
hopefully that's the indication. <laughs> right. <laughs> For all the Bloom fans. And did the flag come from the back judge? I believe so. It is. So reported it is supposed to be a false start if it, if, if, it, if it came from the back judge. Well, if it was false start, they would have stopped the play, you would think. Yeah, right? I yes, think sir. it's going to be a holding call. And it will be a holding call if the officials are trying to ask the coach. He didn't indicate whose side. He's talking to Coach Mahan in the Bucks as if it was against the Norsemen. Right. And I believe you're just trying to act like you want to accept it. Well, yeah, I want to accept it, man. <laughs> Push them back. Push them back. Way back. And it will be holding against the Golden North. And Mr. Davis is third and what? Forever. Third and forever. <laughs> it's third and forever. And they have about 23 yards before they get to the first like 22, 23 yards to go. They have to get to the nine-yard line of the Bucks for a first down. Ball placed at the 31-yard line. The Norseman, excuse me, are moving right to left. 11-02 remaining here in the second quarter. Trips to the right for the Norseman. As Cortez is offset to Grundy's left. Cortez is shifty running. As Grundy is going to air this one long, and that pass is caught. Wow. Inside the 10-yard line, I believe he's going to have enough for the first down. I believe so, too. We're going to spot this, but we do have another flag on the play. And I don't know if you guys noticed, um, as we talk about the difference in the quarterbacks, um, it seemed to me Grundy's pass, or even his mechanics of the pass, were not nearly as smooth as Tiger Wall. But he got it there. I mean, for, for the pass. And I believe it is coming back. That huge, huge pass by Grundy is coming back. I've been scanning on the sidelines, guys, to see if we could have a sighting of Wyatt. And he's actually standing over there on the sideline with his hands on his hip. Uh, <laughs> he might be wondering what's going on. So we're not, not sure exactly what that last call was, but nonetheless, it backed the bus up 10 more yards to make this third and what? Third and three. <laughs> <laughs> the ball is now at the 46-yard line. They have to get to the 10-yard line of the Bucks for a first down, and it is third down. Wow. Not too many plays are designed for third and 37. No. Sir. Not too many plays designed for that. We have 10-35 remaining here in the second quarter as the Norsemen struck first blood here in today's contest by the score of 7-0. to zero. Well, let's see what what they draw, what the coach draws up. This is going to be, a, as you said, a not sure wing and a prayer. Pull out of his bag of tricks for this one. There if you he go. gets out of this one, you got to give him a medal. <laughs> Ball at the 46-yard line. Oh, he's, he's going to hand it off to Cortez up the middle. He's just going to gain about five yards on the play. And, then again, there's not too many plays. You don't want to take a big chance downfield and wind up with an interception. So, nonetheless, there's not too many plays designed for third and third seconds. Right now, you're playing position ball. you got the lead. You're on the road. Yes, Your defense has proven that they've shown up to play today, so you might as well continue to put it in their hands. Now, if you're the Bucks, you got to respond. Uh, they say the third, fourth time in this case would be a charm. We got to, we got to take it and and really get something. I don't care if I get three, but I got to get something on this next drive. I would agree. This is an important drive for the Buccaneers to to put some points on the board. As the Corey Smith is just going to wave this punt off, and it's going to be fielded at about the 18 yard line. He hurt me. 
he heard that he felt that hit on the last play. Or the, the, the heat, the warmth from the defender's <laughs> breath that was down his neck. Down his neck, down his neck. <laughs> the pitter-patter of footsteps and the warmth of the breath. <laughs> <laughs> well, nonetheless, if I do know Coach Mahon, he probably talked to Sequoia Wheels on the sideline and saying, hey, if you can't do it with, without the defense being right there in your face, just get, just get away from it, just wave it off. We don't want to lose to get more yards here on this drive. And speaking of talk, Coach Mahon, you can join me each and every Monday as we go over the X's and O's of Glenn Buccaneers football with Coach Mahon exclusively at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. We join up with Coach and we talk about it. It's been a very, very exciting year for Glenn football for the Open Mic Broadcast Network family uh, for these two uh, organizations to partner up together. And we got a lot more. Uh, things in store, and we can't wait to start sharing these things with you guys. It's been very exciting, Mike. You know, in terms of where the Bland Buccaneers were in this division last year, it has literally been a flip side to this organization. Absolutely. You're talking about timing is everything, and it's <laughs> definitely that, right? <laughs> and speaking of great timing, <laughs> if it's time for you to do your landscaping, you can look for Burger Fence Landscaping and more That's right. for all of your landscaping needs. You can take and be reached at 281 253 2923. 281 253 Two nine two three burger fencing, landscaping, and more. Winterize your, your lawn. There you go. There you go. Yes, Air rate, winterize. That's right. Feed the lawn. Feed yes. the lawn. Feed me, Seymour. Ah, he doesn't know anything about that. Oh, Where's where that from, Mr. Davis? You know I don't know anything about this. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Little Shop of Horror. Little you know Shop of Horror. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to educate this dude. I know. He, we keep telling them. We're going to put him in front of the yeah, we, 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 we got to get him a book. There you go. Oh, here we go. As Wheels and go to quarterback run up the middle, he picks up about 10 yards and up for a Buccaneers first down. It looks like they have Davion Boyd. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, Davion Boyd at quarterback for the Bucks here on this drive. So a little cat, look, yeah, look, cat and mouse game going on between the coaches. <laughs> oh, you can switch your quarterback. quarterback. So can I. As Boyd is a man in motion. Oh! And fumble on the play, and I believe. Oh, my God. Not good. Not good. By the Golden Norseman. Not good. It was, now, uh, that time, you got a little excitement. The adrenaline is flowing on the backup quarterback and the mishandle of the handoff and going and just easing that ball in. I don't know if it was play action or whatnot, but we do have some discussion on the field right now. Well, Dr. P, I can tell you right now, as uh, Boyd is coming off the field, he's pointing to himself, telling the coach, hey, my bad. Um, yes, he did not place it, as uh, Mr. Davis wanted to say, in the bread basket. You have to put it in the bread basket of the running back. Yes, sir, and that cost him as you gave the, uh, the Golden Norseman 25 yards to pay dirt. Yeah, with the way they've been moving the ball, even right now, you don't want to give them this much, but if you're the uh, Bucks, you'll be satisfied with a field goal attempt. Yes, so first and ten for the Norseman, as Wyatt is back in the game at quarterback, and he's going to hand this off to Williams at the middle, picks up about seven yards on the play. So number 12, Wyatt Steigerwald is, is back, back. quarterback for the Golden Norseman. Not and, sure why he checked out. Well, game, well, once again, guys, we're talking about Juco ball, and you got talent oozing all over the place, and that's a great way to get the maximum out of your guys, yes, pushing sir. each other. Yes, sir. This time, oh. the pass to K.J. Wells. That pass is incomplete. Tipped up and a chance for the uh, the defense to make a catch. Vontae uh, Davis is right in the area. They, yeah, trying to find ball right into that four two five zone and just great reaction by the linebackers on that front tier 
to deflect mm. that pass. Yeah, Mike, speaking of the zone, you know, we normally say throwing in double coverage. He's throwing in triple coverage on that play. J.J. <laughs> <laughs> Wills was not open on that last play. Forcing the issue? Forcing <laughs> the issue. So, third down coming up for the Golden Norseman. Third and a manageable three to be exact. Swing receiver set up for the Golden Norseman. As Wise is the man in motion and pitches mm. this one to the left side. Ricky he's going to stretch this one far to the sideline, and he's going to have nowhere to go. Huge, huge stop on third down by this Bucks defense. Absolutely. by Chris Jones. I mean, uh, the back out of Kilgore. I mean, he, took, he sniffed it out, and you know who's in the area? 40. 40. <laughs> Jalen Cooper. Jalen Cooper. Now, once again, Wyatt is doing a lot of things after the play. Yes. He's going through yes. like he's through a little, little hitch. Yes, sir. He still well, followed through with the with the fake. But the goal is going to go for it here on fourth down. That's why he's going to have nowhere to go. He's sacked. In the backfield. Oh, yeah. Big play. That was number 48, Ryan Bucky. That was huge for the Bucks because if, if you're northeastern, you want to at least attempt a field goal, which gives me an indication they're not confident in their kicker from this range. Agreed. Agreed. And, again, great hit. Great hit by the linebacker, and what a, what a stop. Well, nonetheless, the Buccaneers come up great on defense on that drive to bring that offense back out on the field. And Coach Mahon is going to bring Devin Williams back out on the field. <laughs> and quarterback. Get back in there and make it rap. Get y'all capitalize on this next drive. <laughs> the musical quarterback chairs have stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least for now. So the Bucs going to go with an empty backfield setup, but he does send Reed in motion to accompany him in the backfield. He's going to hand out two Reed to the left side, and he's going to gain about – Five yards after being knocked out of bounds at the 40-yard line. Good play. Uh, off tackle. Got him five yards. Again, you do that twice, you have a first down every time. 8-19 remaining here in the second quarter. 7-0 off score in favor of the Golden Norseman. Second and five for the Bucks. As you guys stated, the Buccaneers definitely need to score this drive. Ball at about the 38-yard line trips to the right as Williamson's read in motion to be offset to his right. And he's going to attempt to oh. pass him first out of pocket, rolls to his oh, right. Wide open with the read that pass is caught at the 40, past the 50, and he's going to be brought down at the 39-yard line and enough for a Buccaneers first down. Reed get another Walter Payton. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yeah. Hey, you go, you go look up. You, now you need to Google Walter you go Google. Oh, I know Walter Payton. Well, you I gonna, know Walter you Payton. You see that move, that kick, and then that step, step. It draws the defender <laughs> off. Ball at about the 38-yard line of the Golden Norseman. First down and 10 for the Bucks. Williams is another man in motion. Williams going to attempt the pass. This time a QB draw up the middle, and he's met at the line of scrimmage. He's going to lose about a yard on the play. Now, that times Williams got a little too anxious. If he had just waited just a little bit longer, because the hole was there, and he committed so quick that the D lineman had a chance to react, because these guys were, had every intention of moving upfield. Correct. And you wrote right through the lane that they create for you. Well, right, that's the thing about quarterback draws. You know, it's a it's a run by the quarterback, and they have to anticipate when the hole is going to be there and kind of try to wait and see when the hole is going to be there. But as you mentioned, you kind of just 
you just went ahead with a little head of steam there. Yeah, sell, sell the pass and make it look the part until it's time to, to capitalize. Easy for me to see it up here in the booth. Yeah. Uh, seriously. Oh, <laughs> look at this. DeAndre Reed for a huge, huge gain in the Buccaneers' first down. Hey, that's a well, thread the needle. Well, Mike, he told you if I wait, if I didn't wait on that play, but I can pass as well. I can sling it, baby. <laughs> I can sling it. I, I think your mic is wired into his helmet. He's hearing everything you're saying right now. Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, first and ten for the Bucks. Ball at about the 16-yard line of the Golden Norseman. The Buccaneers are knocking on the door here midway through the second quarter. As Will's going to attempt another pass, and he has all day to throw. Excellent protection by the Lions, oh. and that pass is caught at about the five-yard line, but I believe this one is coming back as we have a flag on it. Yeah, 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 a little bit too much time. A little too much time. Yeah, and it came from the back, <laughs> I think this one's coming back. Sir, you saw him slinging, slinging that rock. He's doing so legally. That's the thing. Because he's taking it Coming from a That's the only rock you're allowed to sling, <laughs> young man. Keep slinging it and sling it well. That's all right. Boy, yes, you tell me it doesn't pay to have a little wit and charm in your life. <laughs> <laughs> so that holding penalty is going to back up the Buccaneers 10 yards. Instead of having the ball at the five-yard line, they're going to have it at about the 26, 27-yard line. Still first down, thank you. It's still first down. It's still Norseman territory. Yes, sir. As we have six minutes remaining to be exact here in the second quarter, 7-0 to zero is our score in favor of your Glen Buccaneers. Trips to the right, various offset to Williams' right, and Williams attempts another pass to DeAndre Reed. That pass is caught at the 20 yard line. Actually, Andre, I wish it was the Bucks in top. It was actually I know. the Norseman that I'm on top, but it's okay. Oh, yeah, you said you're a brilliant Buccaneer. Somebody said, I thought we were down. Yeah, we're down, ladies and gentlemen, but not for long because we're knocking at well, the door. Well, the Buccaneers are normally on top. <laughs> down, but not out. Yeah, there you go. Out. Absolutely, absolutely. Your Golden Norsemen are on top. Thank you guys by the score of 7-0 to zero with 5.25 remaining here in the second quarter. And that last play is going to bring up second and about 12. And he's just going to run out of Ooh. bounds. Had nowhere to go on that play. No, good good defensive reaction by the Golden Norse. Now, you got to be impressed with how they're responding. And if you notice, they're doing what we were talking about earlier, staying in their lanes. When they're used to going against those misdirections, they got the discipline Correct. of staying at home, and they're doing an excellent job of doing that. You're right, Doc. And that particular time, Nick Dawson, the decent lineman, was giving pursuit of Williams and flushed him out of the pocket. So balls at about the 24-yard line. It's now third and 14. Worst-case scenario, if they do not get the first down here on third down, what do you do on fourth down as the kicker missed the 24-yard field goal on the last play? Well, it depends on this play here. And speaking of oh, that, hey, and we're still on the field. He's buying time. Look at this. He's buying time. He's still on the seat, still running. And he's just going to take no, the field. He's going to take the field. He's going to take the field. He runs out of bounds. Right at the first down marker. The only way you can describe that play is video move. That's that, Madden. That's Madden. That's, that's Madden. Madden. Oh, my what goodness. What button is that? What that's button the C button. The circle button. The circle button. Oh, my goodness. What a move of athleticism by Williams to buy time 
kept looking downfield, but then said, you know what, I'll just tuck it and run. And he should have go for it, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's now fourth and about two. He did not quite get to the first down market, but he – <laughs> he should have been sacked at least three times in the backfield. Right. Agreed. Agreed. He kept buying time, buying time. Little, little, uh, Donovan McNabb, 4th and 24 years ago. Donovan yeah. or, or my favorite, Michael Vick. You know, I'm a, oh, I'm yeah. a little younger, so there I'm you a, my favorite, Michael Vick. Rah, rah, rah. Right, right. <laughs> so a timeout call on the play, guys. I believe that timeout was charged against the Golden Norseman as we have 4 06 remaining here in the second quarter as they're on top by the score of. Seven to zero. What a play by the quarterback, Devin Williams. Now, I don't want to sound like Chicken Little, <laughs> but you just had a huge momentum play from Williams. Yes, sir. It's fourth down. I've blown a couple opportunities in the red zone. Mm-hmm. I might consider kicking this, even though the kicker missed the twenty-four yarder on that on the on the open on the last drive. We got to think playoffs. And if you want to go any further in the playoffs, you got to have a, a stronger, well, a confidence in your kicking game. Agree, agree. But in 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 Coach Mihan's defense, if he does decide to go for it, they are on the left hash. Oftentimes, if, if the kicker is confident from the one side, particularly the other, you're a little nervous. Secondly, it's only it's fourth and three, and they're like on the what? Nine yard line. Nine yard line. Yes, so if you, if you mathematically, that would only be a 26 yard field goal attempt. Looks like I'm they're gonna saying. go for it. Now, guys, we do know Ryan Mayhan, as I said before, and I'll say it again, he is a risk taker, and he's going to go for it here on fourth down. <laughs> hey, they're wearing Vegas gold, the Norsemen are, so he's going to go down with it. Exactly. <laughs> Put it all on blue. Put it all on blue. Ball at the nine-yard line. You got Devin Williams, Carlos Grace, DeAndre Reed. You're going to go for it here on fourth and one. You should be able to get a yard. And, and they're they going to get it in the yard. And then on the play. That's like I said, go for it. <laughs> oh, no, you're not. <laughs> no, okay. No, you got to be conservative. Play a thing. Get three points. That's what I'm saying. Go, go for it. <laughs> I had your back all the time. <laughs> Way back. Way back. We got to get him up here, and I'm exposing you on that one. Mike. <laughs> I'll expose that's, myself. That's a little house party. I had your back. Yeah, way back. Hey, 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 I got to play. I okay, there we go. Yes, sir. I am too young. Oh. And first to go, and Devin Williams is going to run it in for a Buccaneers touchdown. Wow. All right. Good that's, job. Good that's, job. That's how you capitalize on making that stop on the other side of the field, driving the length of the field, making that big play. And, uh, yes, sir. You cannot get that touchdown without going for it on fourth down on that last play. I Nor I understand you, you got to get points. You got to be consistent. Well, you got this. points. Sir. Yeah, you got six instead of three. <laughs> but listen, North, you get there without that tremendous play that we spoke of the, with the by, bad moves by Williams. By I the mean, same guy he, he just scored. He, exactly. By he, the same. he scrambled. He got yards. Beautiful. So now, what they got happy. to say about what, that, Mike? I'm happy. Kumbaya. <laughs> <laughs> what they got to say about that? That's what I say. <laughs> I say we got a ball game. How about that? <laughs> so after a five-yard scramble, Bobby put it back, Devin Williams. We are all tied at seven here from Brenham, Texas, with the score seven to seven, with three thirty-five remaining here in the second quarter. And I do believe, guys, it may be too soon to say this. It will be just in the second quarter where we just may have a nail-biter on our hands. Well, I was predicting that from the uh, matchup. Just looking at these games on paper, and I know we get fascinated and blown away by looking at stats, numbers, and exactly. analytics. But when you look at it, 
I'm not uh, uh, expecting anything but what we're seeing right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, again, we knew it was going to be a great game, and all the hold is paying out to be. And it is homecoming for Blinn, so let's uh, let's bring it home. It's homecoming for Blinn, but the Golden Northmen are just behind Blinn in the division. So you got the two of the two of the top two teams battling in the Southwest Junior College football division. So even though it is homecoming for the Blinn Buccaneers, the crowd is on their side. The Golden Norseman is not a pushover team. And no. We, and we've seen that in this first half. It's a battle for first place. There you go. Absolutely. If both teams end up 5-2 <laughs> and two in conference, the Norsemen get the nod because they beat Blinn head up. So, right. Mr. Prince, if the Buccaneers, knocking on wood, but if they're not victorious by no leading to this ball game, Coach Mahon said that the Blinn Buccaneers will have home field At least advantage. one home At field advantage in the first round. First round. I'm but, going for the trifecta. If, I want to win it all. So I'm saying, if the Buccaneers are not victorious in this game, what does that mean going forward in terms of home field advantage for the Ben Buccaneers? Well, the they would have home field advantage, and then it's just like uh, the uh, professional uh, playoff system. The higher seed would host. But if you know you're number one, then you host whoever else wins. That's correct. You know, because right. you know, but you would be the second highest seed. Right. I mean, you would still have an advantage unless you have to go in and play the Norseman. But why not uh, eliminate all that and just win this game today and pack your bags, control your own destiny, and control your destiny to stay right here in Brown. Control your destiny if you are the Blair Buccaneers as that kick sails out of bounds. And Norseman will set up shop at the 25-yard line. I'm about to give another uh, youngster tip here. Yes, sir. Yes, you said sir. control your destiny. There was a song by Michael Jackson called Destiny. Yes, sir. Is that above you, Doc? 1980. Oh, you got it. Is that off the Wall album? No, off the Dynasty album. Off the Dynasty album. He says, in this world, there's much confusion, and I've tasted city life, but it's not for me. I do dream of distant places, but where I don't know now, but it's destiny. If it's the rich life, I don't want it. Because happiness is not always material Oh, Doc, I know about Mike. You got to come a little stronger than that with your history lesson. Everybody know about Michael Jackson. Come on. Come on now. I didn't know that song. Oh, my goodness. And he's going to hand this one off with the middle. He's going to gain about five yards on the play. Number three, Darwin Thompson. Now, Thompson has been pretty limited today. Uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, one to trying to see if they're going to try to set him up for the second half or not. But it's been very – or he could have a nagging injury this late in the season. It's been mainly Darwin Williams at running back for – the Golden Norseman. And going to go to the playoffs. Yeah, he's going to air it. He's going to air it down. Oh, my goodness. Is hot. Wow. Oh, For a huge Golden Norseman game and he, a first down on that play. He laid it out to Antoine Woods for a long game. That's a 6'3", 180-pound receiver. I mean, these taller receivers are taking uh, advantage of the shorter defensive back. Absolutely. That was set up by the play action. Wyatt laid it right there on the money. The ball is now at the 35-yard line of the Bucks. And why is going to keep this? Oh, the pitches to the left to Cortez, and he picked up about him about six yards on the play. Did you guys notice why it was as he ran around to your left, he was free and pursued heavily. He fixed the ball almost like a, a pitch. Like mm-hmm. an uh, option. option. Yeah, it was an option. Right. It was, oh, he just pitched at the last minute. Yeah, he got, got go. rid of it just because he knew he was, gonna, he was not going to make that corner. He just pitched it forward and long behold. They pay me to throw and pass <laughs> and run not to get hit. Yeah, I couldn't quite tell if that was designed to be an option or if he just pitched it at the last minute because he, he was going down. I think he just pitched. <laughs> but the way that played out, he just pitched it. He took advantage of what they gave him. Hand off to Cortez at the middle, and he's going to have more than enough for a 
Golden Norseman's first down. Now, what the, what the Norsemen are doing, and it's very clever, they're in a spread, but it's almost like they're in a Wayne T offensive mindset and all, a lot of movement and misdirection going on, and it's really creating some problems, at least between the red zones or the bucks. Now, when everything gets a little bit tougher in that red zone as the uh, field shortens and everything, but between the 20 and the 20, they're pretty much been having their way for this first half. I would agree. I mean, they're moving the ball at will. And, again, like you mentioned, once you get the red zone, it tightens down because you don't have as much room to play with from the passing game. But they're, they're definitely eating up some uh, real estate. Well, it's, it's definitely keeping the Blaine Buccaneers on their toes because when you go with the kind of the misdirection, you're not really sure which direction the ball is going. Correct, <laughs> you correct. you got two correct. or three running backs in the backfield at one time. And there was a penalty on that play, so now it looks like it's going to be second down and eight. And you talking about at will. Who is will? <laughs> How did you know his name? <laughs> no, I'm just messing. <laughs> but a ting. Please keep your waist abs. The doc will be here all week. Second <laughs> and eight for the goal to Norseman. As Wyatt's going to pull this and run to the left side, and he's going to run out of bounds, gains all those yards back. Well, it looked like it was a mishandlement on the on the snap, but he was able to regain and, and power sweep to the left. And Wyatt is an athlete. I've noticed that here in this first half. And if you have those plays that are kind of broken up, you have an athlete who can just get what he can get and then get then some, and he did that on that play. Agree, which makes you wonder why he was taken out earlier in the earlier series. Yes, sir. Could be by design. So 32, four to go to Norseman, handoff up the middle. Oh, he picked oh. up about a yard. Whoa, and that was a yeah. big hit on, on Wyatt. Yes, Cooper on Wyatt, he's holding his wrist. Oh, yeah. Cooper went all the way through. Now, one thing about it, and this is where you got to be uh, uh, heads up as a defensive player, Wyatt has been going through all these motions. Correct. And justifiable, if I'm a defensive guy on the pursuit, yes, he's fair game. Yes, sir. And he may have brought have, that on himself. Yes, sir. He didn't have the ball, but you wouldn't know that. So he, he, Cooper couldn't take the chance. And they're going to go with the handoffs to Thompson up the middle. Gains about four yards is enough for a Golden Norseman's first down. And Sidewalk still holds his wrist, so I'm not sure. Maybe just a stinger, but he, he's not broken, but he's definitely still smarting through that injury. Yeah, Spot that ball right at the 24-yard line. Another handoff to Thompson up the middle, met at the line of scrimmage. He's going to gain about three yards. And now in that red zone, as Doc spoke of, so now the field does shorten down. Maybe it may work to the Buccaneers' defense advantage. Well, right now we got to see 40 or 4 make an impact. Absolutely. I think that defensive line up the Buccaneers to tight up here on this next play. And oh, my this one in the end zone. Touchdown, Golden Norseman. Penalty. Flag at the top of the No middle. touchdown. Coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Just two. <laughs> back it up. Yes, sir. We do have a flag on the play. Meanwhile, while they're discussing and figuring out what's going on here, a pretty impressive half uh, by the Golden Norseman. Uh, yes, uh, we – like to consider ourselves the homers, but I recognize talent. I recognize uh, pure execution, and you've been seeing that from the Golden Norseman right now, and I'm excited to see how this one's going to finish. Absolutely. That last turn is going to back the Golden Norseman up five yards. That's going to bring you up second and 12 with 30 seconds remaining here in the second quarter. We are all tied at timeout. Is being called? Yes, sir. I do believe so. There is a stoppage in the play. Not quite sure. 
teams ain't went to the sideline yet, so I'm not sure. If well, they're discussing that. We definitely want to thank our sponsors. So let's start with our Mobius Pizza Cafe and Pizzeria. You can contact Henry or Barbara at 979-251-9955-979-251-9955. Mobius Cafe and Pizzeria voted the number one breakfast in Brenham. Mobius. Mobius. Voted the best breakfast in Brenham. In Brenham. Best break that's a tongue twister. Best breakfast in Brenham. <laughs> best best coffee and the best pizza. There you go. <laughs> so they got the trifecta rolling. We got an exciting game brewing here. Just a few moments before halftime. A little pause in the action right now. Uh Andre Davis, Kendall Cobb, and yours truly. The radio guy, Mike Prince. Of course, uh, as I say all the time, the voice of student athletics having a ball here in Brenham, Texas, for homecoming 2017 as they are ready to resume play right now. Yes, sir. They are ready to resume play. Ball at about the 25-yard line of the Bucks, second and 12. And oh, he's going for it. Again, that pass oh, is hard. Wow. It's oh, the five by the five, number five, Kobe Breyer. Another airborne catch. Yes. Because he threw it high yet again. But this guy, he's 5'9". He's 5'9". He went up and got that ball and comes down and hangs on. We're going to go to hurry up offense. This time, Washington up the middle. Touchdown, Golden Norseman. Now, that was huge because the Golden Norseman get the ball after they have. They won the toss to to get it at the hack. And they get this just as the time is winding down. So they got a chance now for a 14-point swing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So with 20 seconds remaining in the second quarter, 14-7 to is our score in favor of the Golden Norseman with this, with this extra point. And as we spoke before, gentlemen, they're hitting them from the air. They're hitting them on the ground. They're going around the side. A lot of misdirection. They're going up the middle. They're attacking the Buccaneer defense ball. The PAT is good. So it makes the score 14 to 7 now here in the waning moments of the first half of play. The Golden Norseman, number two in conference, number 14 in the nation, leading the number four in the nation and number one in conference, Glenn Buccaneers. So Glenn Buccaneers is going to get the ball back, Mike, with 20 seconds remaining here in the second quarter. Do you just run the clock out or do you try to get a big play? Depends on the kickoff return, where I'm positioned on the field. And uh, what I'm trying to do, you got to remember, uh, right now, we're we're missing three points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're missing three points, right. which right. could have a significant turning point because I, I could be down 14 to 10 right now instead of 14. Instead 10. of 14, seven, and every point matters. Yes, sir. Every point matters, which I was saying on that last possession. That's why I said, go for it, Coach. You know, get the touchdown. <laughs> yeah, did okay. you say that, okay. Mr. David? Did he say that, sir? <laughs> no, I don't think he did. Mr. My memory doesn't recollect that, sir. Yeah. I'm not here hey, too hey, well. Hey, 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 I know what he I said. He's doing that George Bush uh, fuzzy math or economic. Well, he's going to kill this one at the 20, runs to about the 25, and he's going to be brought down at the 27-yard line. 27-yard line, we would have a little time left on the clock. About 13, 13 seconds. Yeah, 13 exact. seconds. To be exact. Depending on the return, so they have the ball at the 27-yard line. 27-yard line. Now, what is your 
how do you analyze this now? Uh, in uh, terms uh, of give it to Grace and let him run. If he gets something open, great. I've got a timeout left, but I got 13 seconds. I just don't want to turn over. I don't want to force anything. You and your couple of sideline throws out. They do get the, well, they do get the ball at the not, start. Not, of the third not, not at my own 27. They do get the ball at the start of the third. No, that's a re- the Buck, the uh, Gordon Norseman get the ball. Remember, they deferred. Yeah. They did defer to the second half. Yeah. Yeah. They did so the Gordon, to the Gordon Norseman get the ball to start the second half. Absolutely. So they're not going to go to run. They're going to go to pass on first down, incomplete to Sikori Smith. Now see what happens now. You stop the clock with, a, with an incomplete pass. Correct. And you got timeout. The Norse only have one timeout remaining, but you want the clock to run right now. So you can go in there and regroup and assess what worked, what didn't work, and let's come back and regroup. It's well, still they, a ball game, right? They now. weren't going to try to run the clock out because they—that was a, a slant pass. It looked like it was actually directed towards uh, uh, Braden Hux, but yeah. nonetheless incomplete. Yeah, that's the interesting. You go with the pass, but you're not going to run the clock out field, and that pass is complete. And he's going to run out of bounds, picking up about nine yards on the play. Feels like you go with the pass instead of trying to run the clock out, but you're not really going for any big plays. Well, you don't want to turn the ball over. So right now, if I'm going to throw the ball, I want a high percentage pass. These passes are like long handoffs. Right. Okay? And and you're going to catch it. I'll give you a chance to get a little space, and if you can't get anything, get out of bounds. And which Hux did. I mean, he caught the ball inbounds, ran smartly out of bounds. Yes, sir. Ran out of bounds with about 3.2 seconds remaining. On the game clock, 14-7, our score in favor of the Golden Norseman. That last run is going to bring up third and about two for the Bucks. Ball at the 37-yard line. And, ladies and gentlemen, when we go to half, we're going to let you enjoy a little bit of the uh, Blinn Buccaneer award-winning band as they'll play to give us a little breather, get caught up on some scores and highlights going on throughout the world of college football, uh, come back with some analysis or whatnot, and uh, get ready for the second half of Blinn Buccaneer broadcast right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. I want to hear about that TV game, sir. <laughs> well, we'll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, just to give you an update, they're leading 34-7. Uh, 34-7. 34-7. 34-7. 34-7. Well, I'll be John Brown. With 635 <laughs> remaining in the third quarter. Who's John Brown? <laughs> he like is the, who we thought he is. Is that the, is that the actual name of Cooter Brown? That's from St. Louis playing. I don't know what the. Hey, what young man, right young there. man, you just take notes <laughs> and keep I'm waking a, up. I'll be John Brown. I'm a, <laughs> well, that's that's better than swearing. I'm going to use that. I'll be John Brown. Okay. <laughs> and again, who's John Brown? I, I don't know. He's don't the know. cousin is of he John Doe. Doe. He's the cousin of John, John Doe. Cousin. There you go. Yeah. I'm like, Mike, who is John Brown? Is he in the room with us right now? Who is he? he could be, could be not. <laughs> <laughs> so teams are back out onto the field. Third and bunch formation for the Bucks. That's interesting. On third down, and Maybe. he's going to toss this one to DeAndre. Reed. Oh, they're going to he's going to lateral gonna run this one past the fifty. That's just going to run the clock out here in the first half. The Golden Norseman on top of this one, 14-7. to seven. We'll pause uh, real quickly. We'll let the band do what they're going to do, and we'll come back with the start of our halftime show. You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince, Andre Davis, and Mr. Kendall Cobb, live from Brenham, Texas, homecoming 2017 for the Bland Buccaneers 
Glenn trailing right now by the score of 14 to 7. A knockdown drag out as we expected, but as expected, there's going to be even more fireworks after the half. We'll pause for the calls and we'll be right back to start our second half of play. You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics. Thank <laughs> you. 
is marching band. The joy and brilliance Oh, <laughs> 
They're trailing at the moment to the Golden Normans. I'm sorry, Norsemen, by the score of 14 to 7. Very, very competitive game going on right now. Gentlemen, uh, give us your assessment first half. Uh, It's been a nail biter, Mike. You know, I mentioned that first. Once the Bland Buccaneers got on the scoreboard after the Golden Norsemen, I said, you know what? We just may have a nail biter on our hands. Back and forth ordeal. I think the last uh, team with the ball might come out victorious. 
absolutely, as the teams have uh, gathered themselves, what do you think are going to be some of the keys for the Bucks to get control of this game in the second half? Well, we mentioned, Mike, uh, this direction of the offense by the Golden, Golden Norseman. So the Glenn Buccaneers defense is going to have to step up in this ball game, try to figure out a way to kind of stop that between uh, the quarterback. Uh, why he's been unbelievable for the Golden Norseman here uh, in this first half. So through the air and as well as on the ground as well. So they're going to have to try to find a way to contain him. Uh, the secondary is going to have to tighten up. Uh, we saw some plays by 40, number 40, Jalen Cooper. Haven't really heard much noise from Antoine Jackson Jr., but if I do know him, he's going to show up big time for the Blair Buccaneers in the second half some way, somehow. He's going to have to. He's got to do it, and I got all confidence in Brother Four. And he's, I call him Brother Four. Brother Four. Number. Yes, sir. Uh, he owns that number. He owns it, and he can have that number. <laughs> as long as he's around me, at least, he can have that number. But uh, they've been getting some uh, pressure. But one thing about it, and uh, Cooper was able to get a big hit yes. on Wyatt in that first half. Yes, sir. Through with that misdirection carry, not the play, if you will. Yes. I want to see if that's going to have any cause and effect that this game gets deeper into the second half. It could. One of the keys, I think, for the Blitz defense in particular, it gives they run the Norseman, uh, go Norseman runs so many different plays, they hit you around the corner, hit you with the misdirection, hit you from the air. They're just going to have to guess correctly. I mean, when it comes to those crucial plays, third and whatever, they're going to have to just guess correctly. It's, it's a crap shoot either way, but if they guess correctly to get that stop, they can then get that field position capitalized on, on, on the play. And there have been several times that the Blam Buccaneers have guessed correctly in that first half. Uh, a lot of times it worked out for them, a lot of times they did not guess correctly, but I like the fact that you mentioned that because, honestly, with those misdirection plays, especially if you do have some athletic guys on your offense that can run the ball, and the Golden Norsemen have just that. Mm-hmm. The Grand Buccaneers are going to have to guess correctly, but I actually do believe in the defense of the Grand Buccaneers. They've broken down in the past before uh, leading up to this one, so I have all the confidence in the world uh, with Coach Mahon and this Grand Buccaneers defense to buckle down here in the second half. If they can do that, if they can buckle down here in the second half, particularly this opening drive of the third quarter and get their offense on the field, led by Dennis Williams, Carlo Graves, and DeAndre Ryu, who's been coming up fairly well for the Glenn Buccaneers offense uh, in that first half. We normally really just hear from Williams and Grace, but it's really been DeAndre Reed for the Glenn yes. Buccaneers offense in that first half. You're exactly right. And, again, I mean, it's just a matter of, again, get the ball in, the, in these playmakers' hands, let them do what they do, and, uh, again, just let's – Yes, correctly defensively, move that ball offensively, and hopefully we'll come out with a homecoming victory, which makes uh, that homecoming uh, dance or the homecoming concert all the sweeter. Now, Mr. Carr, real quickly, I want to touch on the fact that you made earlier. We come down with uh, which team's going to have the ball last. You know, we we kind of see that often uh, in ball games. You know, teams are going back and forth. One team scores, another team scores, and ultimately comes down to who has the ball last. How could that work out in the favor of the Glenn Buccaneers in this game? If it does come down to, as you stated before, which team has the ball last? Well, basically, as Dr. P alluded to earlier, with that missed field goal, it puts them in a hole. But, again, they, they can control their own destiny by if, – if they indeed have the ball last, they're seven points or less in, they can decide, score, and decide whether to go for two to win it all, go for seven and tie. It really, it really puts the, it gives them options, and as you know, with anything, with options, you get, you get power. Now, guys, I'm all about levels here, you know, uh, in particular in football games, as uh, as uh, Dr. Prince mentioned earlier, in terms of three points. 
that the Ben Buccaneers did not get earlier to make a score 14 to 10 and uh, 14 to 10, and now it's 14 to 7. How valuable are those three points? Even though they're only down by one touchdown, it's only one possession game. How valuable are those three points as of now? They are valuable now, and it will play out even more so as the game goes on for the simple fact of you want to go down, and you spoke of this earlier, getting in the red zone and coming away with goose egg, with a, with a goose egg, that is not a good thing. It breaks morale, breaks momentum. It, it, it causes the coach to have less, less confidence in what the team can do. It makes you make different decisions based upon the fact you're like, hey, we can't get those again, get three out of this, so you change up your play call selection. There's an old saying in dominoes. All money is not good money, but not in football. Mm. Any points I can get, I got to take. There you go. Domino's reference. There you go. (laughs) I don't know about the bones, but I see people play on the regular. And uh, when you got a little age on you, you can tie life into a whole bunch of There you go. There you go. (laughs) Youngster, you got that youngster. That was it, you, youngster. (laughs) I see. I see. Anytime we're in the playing book in this broadcast, you always make old references to the young guy here. That is me. But – I do take it. <laughs> I, sir, do, I make a sir. mental note of it going forward. That's I not do. old. That's called seasoning. Yeah, I said seasoning. You don't call me old again. I'm gonna talk to you out <laughs> Old ancient history. Any other? <laughs> I got old. Oh, I got That's a bunch enough of, adjectives. I, I got a bunch of synonyms for it. Whatever, yeah. whatever you need. Oh my goodness! <laughs> As the teams are out onto the field to go to Northwood, they win the coin toss, but they did. So they did defer to the second half, so they will have the ball in this opening drive. Then Buccaneers defense definitely going to have to buckle down and get a huge stop here on this drive. As the ball was blown over a couple of times by the wind, so they had a holder in this particular instance. That holder being Eugene Shorter. The kick goes deep into the end zone for a touchback. Yes, sir. The kick does go into the end zone for a touchback, so the Golden Norseman will set up shop at the 25-yard line. Dre, you got some quick scoring updates for us? I do got some quick scoring updates for you. In the Southwestern Athletic Conference, the Prairie University Panthers, it is their homecoming, of course, and they're leading the Bacone College by the score of 34-7 to with 4-19 remaining in the third quarter. Jackson State on top of Mississippi Valley State by the score of 17 to 5, 259 remaining in that ball game. Grambling on top of Texas Southern by the score of 27 to 10, 130 remaining in the third quarter of that game. Alabama State leading Alabama A&M by the score of 2 to 7. That game is at halftime. You can watch that game on ESPN. As Wyatt just going to run this one out of bounds on the first down, picks up about three yards on the play. Well, you just talked about uh, Antoine Jackson, and he just made his presence felt on this first play on the second half, flushing Wyatt out of the pocket to force him to get out of bounds prematurely and not get more that he could have gotten off that play. Oh, Mike, he's going to have to. He was fairly quiet in that first half. He's going to have to come up big for this defense here in the second half. As they're going to go with a run on second down, gained about six yards and enough for a Golden Norseman first down. That was number three, Darwin Thompson. We talked about Thompson in that first half. Really didn't see a whole lot of him in that first half. And you mentioned it, they're just going to try to make, possibly reserve him for the second half, and we saw him just there. Well, he's averaging 131 yards rushing per game. So if, if he's not in the doghouse, then something is being held up. Ball to 35-yard line. And they're going to pass this one. That pass is incomplete. Number eight, here, Marquis, the intended receiver on the play. 
And McCain is hitting himself in the chest like that was his mission. Ran a bad route on that particular play. But sometimes when you're being forced out of the pocket, as it seemed like the intensity of the defensive line of the Bucks is heating up right now. I would agree. As Sagarwal got that pass off, he was hit again by Jalen Cooper and again came with holding his wrist. So I agree. That's that line stepping up their efforts. Oh, he's going to air this one long, and that pass is caught by Keem Hare redeeming himself on that last play. And I will say this much, why is Sagarwal to the shot by number four? Yeah, by 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 AJ Jack. I mean, yeah, Jackson, but he's just a little too late. And it's like, uh, Wyatt is showing some 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 big time play at that quarterback position. So a huge pass is going to bring up the first down for the Golden Norseman ball at the forty seven yard line. Hand off to Thompson up the middle, picks up about three yards. Yeah, he's spot on right at the forty five yard line. Of the Bucks. He said 35, but actually 45. Like the 45 yard line. Yes, sir. Just over half foot. Golden Norseman right to left. Second and eight. Wyatt handoff to Thompson at the middle. This time he's going to gain a few more extra yards. Just shy of the first down marker. Going to bring up about third and a manageable one. Yeah, a short one, long two, if you want to look at it like that. But right now, uh, the Norsemen are really trying to take control and set the tempo in this opening drive in the second half. Along with the Harry up offense, they're going to hand it off to Thompson again up the middle this time. He will have enough for a Golden Norseman first down. Jim and Thompson only 5'9", 195. He's proved to be a little workhorse. They're getting the ball back-to-back. He's protecting the ball as he's running around the corners, and he's um, getting positive yards. And we mentioned Thompson that we talked about before. Again, he did not play him at all in the first half, but he's going to have majority of the workload here in the second half. He might be the Golden Norseman's X Factor. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I, I, I had our X Factors for the Bucks, Jackson, and uh, uh, Jalen uh, Cooper here for the Panthers. I keep saying Panthers, but for the Bucks, forgive me. First and ten for the Golden Norseman. This time they're going to take it to Thompson. Wise going to run the middle himself and gain about seven yards on the play. You know, guys, Tiger Wall is only what six one two hundred pounds. He's willing to throw his body out there and take these hits. I mean, he's not sliding down. He's going hit first diving down. Yes, like a good missile, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Why good missile? Ooh, look at that. That's that's back in the day. Yes, sir. I, I the first, with the first Gulf War, right? Yes, sir. I always take myself. There you go. Paul at the 27 yard line of the Glen Buccaneers, second and three for the Golden Norse. That's wide from the air. This one long in the back. Oh, oh my God. That pass is complete. No. Yeah, no, he did not. He dropped it. I caught it, but didn't have. Oh, he did not have complete possession. Exactly. See, that's one thing when these guys forget. They're watching so much television. Pro ball, and, right. And, and all you need is one You'll foot in. Correct. Don't give me the toe tap, a uh, ballerina look. Just catch the ball, plant that one foot, take the point. Exactly. He uh, tried to come down with it, and he did not hang on through the, through the possession again. So, guys, instead of the points, that incomplete pass is now going to bring up third and four for the Golden Thompson. Going to hand this off to Thompson to the left side, and he's going to run up the middle past 25. He gains enough for a Golden Norseman first down. Now, one thing that you notice, the Golden Norsemen have been having a lot of success to running to their right to Lynn's left. This time they countered that and go to the left and pick up the, the yards plus some 
for a first down. And over there on the left is Antoine Jackson Jr., so it's interesting that the Golden Norsemen are running in his direction. Well, sometimes when you got a guy that's that great on the pursuit, the best way to go is right at him. So you're correct. That is correct. As wide left out of pocket, and he's just going to throw this one away. Smart move by the quarterback. Feeling that pressure. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and all the receivers were covered. I'm looking down the field. All the receivers were covered. So he smartly threw that away because anything else would have been a jump ball. Feeling that pressure that time from Jalen, number 40, on that backside. And busting out to the right. Got rid of it. Like you said, hits up play. Sir, I believe before this game is over, why is number twelve will have four zero stamped on it on his chest? <laughs> <laughs> well, number four, number four, need to make sure of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. his job is not complete four, if they don't do such thing. Exactly. The second to ten for the goal to Northman. Oh, fumble, fumble, fumble! And it is recovered by the Blitz Buccaneers. Yes, sir. Just what the doctor ordered. If you are the Blitz Buccaneers, fumble on the play. Yes, sir. Dante Davis coming up with the play once again. Reaching in was the big guy, number four, creating the turnover. You're going to have to do that more and more for the band. Well, we got to get started somewhere. Get a man a break. Hey, no, you're Ohio State commit. You don't get a break. You're out. You're Ohio State commit. You are the heart and soul of this defense. You're getting no breaks. I'm sorry. He just showed some heart. Let me point this out. Remember, they just almost scored just now. So that would have been 21-7. They did not score. Now there's a fumble. So there's talking about a swing. A momentum swing. There you go. Ball to the 20-yard line of the Blair Buccaneers, first and 10, as Will's going to hand this one off to Reed on the left side, and he's just going to cut the field and picks up positive yards, seven of those positive yards to be exact, to make it second and three for the Bucks. Second and three, a little simple jet sweep to the left side, following that big aggressive line, uh, creating some things. All you want to do is nickel and dime your way and get some positive. you got to get some points off of this drive, in my opinion. Empty backfield setup for the Blair Buccaneers. We saw this in the first half, and they're going to go with that empty setup yet again. Braden Hooks offset to Williams right. Play action fake. Fake Williams throws oh. right. That pass is incomplete to Sikori Williams. His second drop in today's game. I think in this particular instance, he's actually trying to run with the ball prior to catching it. You have to, cut, you have to catch it first. Catch the yes, ball sir. first. Yes, sir. You have to catch it first. A lot of times, wide receivers get into the habit of looking downfield before they catch the ball. You have to catch the ball. You can't run it without the ball. There you go. Think about their next move instead of securing the ball first and foremost. Make your next move your best move. <laughs> so what would have been first down is now third and two for the Bucks ball at the 27-yard line. As you're going to hand this off to Reed at the middle, he's going to be mad at the line screen. But I believe he got just enough for the first down. Now, Reed that time showed that he was more of a wide receiver on his run than a running back. And the reason I'm saying that he ran too hot. Correct, he correct, it, correct. Ran straight up and allowed himself uh, to be hit unnecessarily. Correct. You know, in the midst of the big boys. So, Grayson Mercy checks in the game for the blend. Grayson Mercy here on first down. And they're going to give it to Grace to the left side. And he's going to shed a couple defenders. Picks up about five yards on the play. And, guys, you mentioned DeAndre Reed and his running techniques. Mm-hmm. You know, he is a power receiver. We normally don't see him running between the guards and the tackles. Absolutely. Uh, they're going to fake it to Grace. Oh, the pressure's on. Oh, oh, my And he's going to be sacked in the backfield. And the ball came out, but they're saying that he was down. Woo. And again, that was, wow, that was 
Nick Dawson. Again, I told you guys before, this this guy's from McDonald, Georgia, just outside of Atlanta, and he's been bringing the heat the entire game. His Williams has been flushed out of the pocket, well, more, he, pocket more than once. Well, he brought the heat on that last play, and the Bucks are going to lose about 11 yards on that sack. He's 6'4", 255. So you can imagine his wingspan as he as he uh, approaches. Well, the good thing is that the Bucks hold on to the ball with an opportunity to try to make something happen. So ball now at the 19-yard line. It is third and 21. They have to get to the 41-yard line for a first down. Williams drops back to pass, steps up in the pocket. Oh, my goodness, he is great. Nothing but daylight. He runs to his left side, pass 35. He is a yard short. Literally a yard short. High the hurdle move over the bridge. Yeah, a good run. (laughs) <laughs> and it was almost, if, if you allow me, it was almost like that was a design call with yeah. the quarterback draw. Really? You're in your own territory. You don't want to risk another turnover. You just got the turnover. Now this is close enough. You're in your own side of the field. I'm thinking you might kick it, but who am I? Yeah, they I don't know. Well, Dr. Prince, they're going to kick it. Well, they tried to yeah, fake earlier, gentlemen. Well, you call. They yeah. did try to fake earlier, but they're on the opposite right side now. of the 50. Yeah, so. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. Not with the momentum of this Golden Norseman offense. As we do have stoppage in the play, timeout on the field charge against the Glenn Buccaneers. A huge, huge win yeah. by Devin Williams, but it wasn't enough to get the first down, so it's fourth and two. What do you do if you're, if you're the buck? Well, first of all, let's not hope that this timeout comes out and bites you this early mm. in the second half. Good point. Uh, that shows there was some miscommunication going on mm-hmm. as far as that maybe they want to discuss about going for it. Then you would make the Norsemen think if they show up in a punt formation right now, I'm going, if I'm the defensive coordinator for the Norsemen, I'm going to play against the fake. Agreed. Because I'll have enough real estate here. Uh, determining on the kick, and if I do get the, 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 uh, the, favorable bounce, the favorable bounce, but I'm going to play against the fake punt if they show up in a punting So, Dr. Prince, I totally agree because, again, the, the timeout will be your, your indicator right there. Yes, sir. Basically, what you're saying is that timeout now gives the Golden Norseman an opportunity to game plan and look for and prepare if it is a fake. Absolutely. A fake. Absolutely. So, the punting units are out onto the field. It is fourth down and two. Shifting in the formation by the Blind Buccaneers as they're just going to punt this oh, one nice right away. Nice punt. Excellent, excellent punt. Back to the field at the five yard line. And he's going to get past the 10. And he's going to be brought down right at the 10 yard line. Number seven, Kevon McGee on the return for the Golden North. And that was a sidestep punt that went traveled, what, 65 yards? 63 yard punt. Wow. <laughs> and, and, and once again, uh, that little rugby, not quite a rugby-style kick, because usually a rugby kick is you run full throttle yes, to sir. one direction or the other. This was a three-step side mm-hmm. kick, got an angle kick. Yeah, and it, it, it traveled. Yeah, it a traveled. lot of leg in that one. A lot of leg. A lot of leg in that one. Eight fifteen remaining here in the third quarter, 14-7 on score in favor of the Golden Norsemen as they will set up shop at the 11-yard line, at their own 11-yard line, moving right to left. See that drop 89 yards. Because, again, that kick works to the Buccaneers' defense favor. A huge, huge stop here by the Blend Buccaneers' defense. As Wise has a man in motion, drop back the pass. He's been pressuring. He's going to air this one long. That pass is out of bounds. Out of bounds, incomplete. All I can tell you is this, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he, got, he took another hit, this time by 
the outside defensive pressure, 48 from the Bucks, laying wood onto Wyatt. And one thing the Bucks Buckley. Done, yeah, Buckley laid some wood on. So here on second down, Wyatt will attempt to pass again. This time that pass is complete. The gain of about three yards on the play. That is that is to Gerald Rowe, and again another tall receiver. They have two six three and a six four foot tall receiver. Yeah, no no small flies here. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to bring up third and five for the Golden Norseman. Hand off of the field. Oh my goodness! He had to be defended. Yeah, oh nothing but daylight past the forty. Past the forty. Oh, fumble, 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 fumble! Recovered, 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 recovered. Oh my goodness! Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Listen, great run. I mean, outstanding run by, uh, was that Thompson? Yes, yes, sir. So he's running down the field, nice move, but as he's carrying the ball, the ball slapped from his hand and recovered by the Buccaneers. Once again, that is good hustle in the pursuit. Now, you could have easily given up because it looked like he was about to take that to the house. Yes, sir. But I, let me just throw this out because I tell my son this on a regular. Switch the ball to your outside hand. My dad's telling me the same thing because I play running. Switch the ball to your outside hand. I had a hand. hard time doing that. You know, in the game, you just get it was automatic for me. It's tunnel vision. Ooh. You have one direction. Sometimes you know it don't really click in your head, especially when you don't feel the pressure. I don't think he felt the pressure by the Blue Buccaneers, especially to fumble fumble the ball. In the Understood, play. but it was automatic for me. And the reason being, I always knew and it should if, be. You're right. It yes, should sir. Be. I always knew if, if pressure came. If the ball's hit, it will bounce out of bounds or away from you. Want to keep your inside hand where the pursuit is for a stiff arm for to sweep them away from you. Sorry, and do all those other things. So again, that's that that's uh, Thompson's fault for not protecting the ball. Well, in the old turn, he went from the White House to the outhouse. There you go. Now, now, Doc, I want to ask you because you're a defense guy. You played linebacker, as you told me. So as I told you, I know. I ain't seen no highlight tape. No, no, no. I, I tried to Google your name. I couldn't find them. That's neither here nor there. So, <laughs> so as a defensive guy, Mike, are you guys taught in the case of big runs like that to go for the ball? Cause it seemed like he actually went for the oh, ball. Taught to go play. for the ball, but as a defensive player, mm-hmm. you have to have some pride in not giving up points. Thank you. Not on Thank my you. watch. Not giving up big plays. Not on my watch. So that was a hustle play Absolutely. from the Bucks on the defensive side. And the last thing, put some respect on my name. But let me say this about Jillian. Generally, when you see a ball a slap from the uh, runner's hand, is when the runner's held up and the other guys are coming in to strip the ball away. But this was as the defender's going to make the tackle, he intentionally punches the ball out. And, again, to the Buccaneers' uh, benefit by jumping on that open ball. And, so Thompson, that was, and Thompson didn't have the ball tucked high and tight, as they teach you. Tiki Barber style. He had it tucked low, and his arm was swinging back and forth. That was a very liable ball in that play. There you go. So after the fumble recovery by the Glen Buccaneers, they will set up shop at the 49-yard line, moving left to oh. right. As we was being pressure, and he, he avoids the pressure, and he's going to step up to the pocket, run to the right side, out of bounds. Gets back to the line of scrimmage. Hey, that was beautiful just for him to get back to the line of scrimmage. He sidesteps to his left yes. to avoid the pursuit upfield. Yes, sir. And looking downfield, what I'm loving about Williams, he's continually looking downfield. And if you don't see anything, he's not trying to force it like we saw first part of the Right. He's he doing the check down. And segue. <laughs> Speaking of check downs, auto check. Auto check and auto repair. Cyprus <laughs> <laughs> call Steven 281-440-1188. Auto check. 
<laughs> Second and nine for the Bay Buccaneers. Ball at midfield. Handoff to Reed to the left side. He's going to stretch, stretch this one far to the sideline. Gains about three yards on the play. He ran about 30 yards. He yeah. got about three. Yeah, so that's a negative 27 in the hole, right? <laughs> <laughs> but count that TV may have kicking in fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, just sweet to number eight, DeAndre Reed, and he has pretty much been the heart and soul doing the dirty work, dirty work for this offense here in this game. Yes, sir. So third and six for the Bucks, and they're going to go to play action fake. Oh, here we go. Airing it out. Long. And oh. that pass is incomplete. Mm. No flag. Up by the defender, the but again. Well, they're going to call it incidental contact. Yes, sir. Uh, because it was, you know, this guy's going after good hustle all the way around. And you wanted to see the connect on that. They went for all the marbles on third down. And Wim did show some uh, his arm strength. Yeah. He aired that out. So the Bucks are not able to capitalize off of the former recovery as the punting units are coming out onto the field here on fourth and six. With six fourteen remaining here in the third quarter, fourteen to seven, our score in favor of the Golden Warriors. Right now it's about position play. Yes, sir. As he's going to punt this one, fair catch call at the six yard line. Yeah, they're gonna call it at the six, and the Bucks defense got a chance. What they gotta do is stay disciplined, stay in their lanes, and don't get deceived by trying to be the big play. We've been paying attention. The Bucks have constantly had someone in Wyatt's face, correct, all day long, and he's been shaken up. But you gotta give him credit. He's a tough warrior back there. In this case, a coast, a tough golden north. <laughs> well, well, Michael, let's know what the Brand Buccaneers have done the game plan on this quarterback, and they say that the only way that we're going to stop him is to put pressure on him. You do not let a guy like Wyatt stand in the pocket and get comfortable in the pocket and throw the ball. And oh, here's the top thing. He's met at the line of four. Big, big man, Jackson Jr. Action Jackson. That's the TFL, guys. That's the TFL. Yes, Jackson Jr. coming up big on first down for this Bucks defense. And all he did, he just blew his def- uh, would-be blocker right into the backfield and just took care of two. Come on, young one. man. Show us why you're the Ohio State commit. <laughs> As we have second and 11 coming up for the Golden Norris ball at the Six-yard line. 5.30 remaining here in the third quarter. Uh-oh. Ball. And that was a ball. Loose. The lead was a loose ball, yeah. but it's still picked up by the Golden Norms. A little mishandle on the hands off the thing. That's going to move the ball up to the eight-yard line. It's going to bring up third and eight. A big, big third and eight. This is where the Buccaneers cannot give up a big play. Right. What they did on the last play. Even though it was a fumble, but they still gave up a big play nonetheless. Well, this is where that discipline is going to kick in, guys. You got to stay down and dirty and don't overcommit. Discipline and Home crowd coming alive here on third down. Watching the man in motion. He's going to flush out the pocket, roll to the left side. He's just going to run. Yes. Great, great coverage. That was a coverage flush out. Uh, he didn't get quite to the line of scrimmage, so that will go down as a side. So we have to credit the secondary of the Glenn Buccaneers defense for covering all of their bases downfield. Why I had nowhere to throw it because of it. He just had to run out of bounds and pick up what he could get. And because of it, we have fourth and nine coming up for the Golden Norms. 
Action Jackson leading the charge. Yes, Action sir. Jackson. <laughs> Four twenty-five remaining here in the third quarter. Fourteen to seven. Our core of you just now joining us in favor of the Golden Norseman, Andre Davis, Mr. Kendall Cobb, and Doctor Mike Prince. In the house. The doc is in the house. I don't know if you're saying doctor like Doctor Dre. I don't know if he's a real doctor. <laughs> we'll, we'll see though. As he's just gonna wave this one. Away, and it will be. I actually got the, I got the diploma to prove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In all fairness, you, you all know me well enough. I, I, I don't put a whole bunch of prerequisites on the doctor. Mike is fine. Um, I'm just, I'm just honored and blessed to be in the company mm-hmm. of such uh, people as you guys are today. Well, guys, just a quick score update for the Southwestern Athletic Conference: Prairie University Panthers still leading the McCone College, but now by the score of 34. To 17. Uh oh, McCone got it. With 119 remaining in the Uh-oh. fourth quarter. Don't sleep on McCone. <laughs> and it is Prairie View's homecoming, just as well as your Blend Buccaneers' homecoming today as well. Yes, sir. It, it, that, that's that's a rough pill to swallow if you're Coach Simmons and uh, Panthers. I know they're coming off a of bye week and, and teams like that. You, you want to be able to send a message often and early. Yes, sir. You know, and yes, maybe sir. you still got a lot of football remaining, just as we have a lot of football remaining here. Bucks making a stand. Hopefully Panthers make a stand. And I'll be on the record. I've been on the record of saying I would be fairly disappointed, thoroughly disappointed if the Panthers did not score at least 50 points today. Yes, sir. And the Bucks are going to set up shop at the 44-yard line, moving left to right, Carlos Grace. Is in the ball game, guys. And that's, I want to hear a little bit more from Carlos Grace. We, didn't really get, we haven't really heard from him so far in this game. He's done had a few good runs. I would like to hear from the man who has been your heart and soul of this offense throughout the entire season. Well, in a game of this magnitude, you're going to you're going to be calling on him and hearing from him real soon because it's, it's getting uh, in the crunch. Crunch time, yes, sir. Yeah. Let me just point this out. This is one of the very few times that Buccaneers have been able to start. Uh, on the uh, on going in, as on far positive, as the happen on the field. positive side of the field. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Positive side of the field. I'm not sure what happened, guys. It looks like there was a penalty infraction. Yes, yes sir. Actually, uh, on the kickoff, there was a penalty infraction. I remember there was laundry on the field from the punt, and I guess that's their reward with their position. Well, they get rewarded with the position. They're going to be. They're going to have the ball at the 33-yard line. Now, this is a short field. Uh, the Bucks got enough offense that you have to get something on this possession. I would say touchdown, not even a field goal. Yeah, well, I would say but touchdown. you got to get something. Yes, sir. Yes, you sir. Know, you got, I'm, still, I'm still looking for my three that I let get away. Mike is not going to let this three, go. three point I, go. I, I exactly. cannot let it go. Well, I need the Blue Buccaneers to score on this drive to make the score 14-14. Even if they do, you're still going to let three go. You're still not <laughs> no, gonna I'm not going to let it go until we get the win. Until <laughs> you get the W. And, uh, and, and, and here's, here's another key thing. If the Bucks score on this drive, watch and listen to the momentum of this crowd. Yes, sir. Because yes, the crowd, crowd is, is pretty quiet. This is homecoming. Yeah, yeah it's a pretty course. quiet crowd. But this yes. crowd is also known for getting into ball games, kind of similar to the Rosehill crowd, as I love to mention. Yes, sir. Top. Yes, sir. You do a wonderful job doing the Rosehill broadcast, and you're exactly right, sir. You too, sir. Oh, well, here we go. Look at this. Pass the 15. Yeah, he's still going. He's still on his feet inside the ten yard line. Wow! Grace and company. Wow! That's a man child. That's a man child. What did I say? I said I would love to hear a little bit more from Carlos Grace. You haven't really heard from him. He's the heart and soul of this offense. You, 
here we go just in there on first. I'm not going to give you all the credit, youngster. I told you it was coming. Okay. <laughs> oh, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Keeping himself. Pass the pass. Keeps his feet moving, and he's going to be brought down just shy of the goal line, about the three-yard line. That was more like a snatch down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's personal. Yeah. Yeah, that was more like a snatch down. Mm-hmm. And they're getting chippy out there. Yeah. Well, this, once again. Oh, he's limping. Number one against number two. Yeah, he's hobbling real bad. The different ways, he's an athlete. Uh, again, number 10, David Young. Oh, uh, he's limping yeah, pretty badly. See that. The snatch down, yeah. Something I'll try to monitor and see what goes on. You guys go ahead with the rest. Well, well, Mr. Kyle, that's one thing I mentioned. I believe it's in the car. They want to take the time when they start running, not going down. He could have went down, but he kept his feet moving, kept trying to get positive yards. You give an opportunity for the to get a cheap shot in on you. It looks like that's what, that's what happened, and, of course, he's injured. Hand off the car, Grace up the middle, and he keeps his feet moving, lowers his shoulder for a blend, Buccaneers, touchdown. Nice. They made good on that on that uh, on the great field position. They drove the 33 yards. They need to drive. Great <laughs> Hope they did not lose uh, Devin Williams in the process of uh, trying to get those six points. Well, it started off with a 30-yard run by Carlos Grace that took him inside the 10-yard line, and he capped it off with a three-yard touchdown to make the score 14 to 14 after the PAT. Yes, sir, sir. you'll be amazed at what. Uh, offensive touchdown to beat for your adrenaline. I'm watching Williams over here on the sideline. He's running up and down, high-fiving and low-fiving his Buccaneer partner. Oh, if we do have a form on the plate, oh, it's blocked. Blocked. Blocked block PAT. Block PAT. And it's recovered by the Golden North. He's just going to run out of bounds at the 30-yard line. We can't count our chickens. We can't count our chickens. Now, now you guys four asked point. me about three my point. three. Point. Ask me about my three. Three points. <laughs> you asked me about my three. If I get Doc, my three, I'm up by two. Doc, you called it. You called it. Those three points can come back and bite, and hopefully that won't be the case here. We got a lot of football left, but I want my three. <laughs> We're now four. Yes, sir. Now four. So with that block kick. So you hold me one. <laughs> the score is now 14-13, still in favor of the Golden Noise. But after the touchdown, Mike, you did say it. This crowd would get into it. The crowd and the sideline got into it after that score by Carlos. Got Rose. into it, but had the sales slightly snipped on that block PAT. Everything adds up, especially in a game of football. You'll be amazed with these guys, there's, it's almost like a tunnel vision, guys. Mm-hmm. You hear, but you don't hear. Correct, correct. You hear, correct. but you don't hear. And when you can hear and feel the energy of the home crowd growing in support of you, it amps you up just a, a Yes, sir. Agree. It's energy. Yes, it's energy. Yes, I, I totally agree. I mean, I know from playing and I know just from being a spectator, you're exactly right. You you become one with the crowd. You feel their momentum. You feel, you feel their support. Oneness. You become <laughs> one together. Yes. Oh, Woosaw. 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 Man, y'all got me playing. <laughs> as teams, as the Bucks are just about ready to kick this one off. You're just now 20 and 14 to 13. Our score in favor of the Golden Norsemen. 249 remaining here in the third quarter. Guys, who has momentum so far in this ballgame? I'm going to have to say that Glenn had snatched it, but I believe with that block punt, the Norse would have maintained it just for now. Agreed, agreed. I mean, the score was great, but a, a, a block PAT that still may, helps you maintain the lead is, a, is, is 
uh, it hurts you defensively because remember you're trying to tie the game, at least tie the game to make it zero zero again, mm-hmm. and you're still down by one. And like Doc, that's good Doc says all the time, throw three points. Or he's been saying this entire game, throw three points could come back and bite. Now we hope that we're not trying to sweep that to existence. However, look back, that was a makeable field goal. Should have been yard sale. exactly, yeah. exactly. Brady Ward from Rose Hill would have made that field goal. Uh oh, he would. Uh oh, that boy has a leg, and he's just a freshman. Oh my! <laughs> he he does he's have a high school play. He's 13 years old, sir. Wow. So, so after the kick out of bounds, the Golden Norseman will set up shop at the 25-yard line, moving right to left. Wide hands off to Thompson up the middle. Gets past the first wave of defenders and then some. Picks up 12 yards on the play and enough for a first down. Yeah, yeah. that was a tough run. <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> Thompson's only 5'9", 195. He lowered, his, he lowered his head, man, and went straight ahead. And he's pulling defenders with him. Yes, sir. He lowered his everything on that one. <laughs> Low center of gravity. Ball at the 37-yard line. Play action face. Oh. Up in the pocket. Rose Hill. Oh. Oh. Sweet. But we do have a flag on the play. This one is yeah. coming back. Holding, yeah. holding. They have flushed wide out of the pocket. Once again, AJ and, and Cooper, amp, Jalen, they're amping things up. On yes, sir, because that, that catch by Marquan Green over the shoulder was beautiful. However, if that yellow uh, larger on the field, it's coming back. Yes, sir. And that was not a terrible towel. For that team, I like that. <laughs> For you Pittsburgh fans. Yeah. <laughs> you put that cowboy reticent on my stuff. No, <laughs> that was Mr. Cobb. That was all Mr. Cobb on that one. <laughs> I, I just elaborated. <laughs> I brought it up. I did bring up the yes, cowboy. Yeah, uh-huh. tell him, Mr. Cobb. He that was, was me. He was uh, I was about to say, uh, Michael Irvin, did I bring up Michael Irvin? Hey, there y'all go again. Huh? Well, you said Dan's brought up Michael Irvin. Uh, all the 88s. All the 88s, right. <laughs> okay, carry on, fellas. Carry on. So, first and 20 for the Golden Northman. Another play action fade. This time, why are we keeping himself running to the right side, out of bounds? Maybe, maybe he got back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe he got back to the line of scrimmage. I'll give him mercy and say he got about a yard. Well, once way. again, I'm seeing Jalen Cooper amp his game up. I mean, he's sports professor came in. The leading tackle with 54 tackles, total tackles. He and yeah, uh, I thought Kirsten Williams there. 90 Kirsten Williams. Freshman yes, out of Klein Forest. So why is going to attempt another pass? This time it is caught Uh-oh. for a nice game. And he's going to have enough for the first down. That looks like huge that was uh, 81, Antoine Woods. Huge, huge game. The momentum booster for the Golden Northman there on second down. Yeah, Jenks, Oklahoma, 6'3". Again, tall receiver, can go up and get it, and he got a lot of yak. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of yak. Right at midfield, man. Right at midfield, first and 10. Wide. Catch another pass. Long this time, incomplete. Yeah, he was not even looking up for it. By Cooper. Cooper man, Cooper gave him a shot. Man, Cooper is, is on a mission today. Now, Mike, you predicted this before the game started. You mentioned Jalen Cooper and Antoine Jackson. Yes, sir. How big they was going to have to come up. It appears that Jalen Cooper's been answering that call as you predicted before the game started. They're, they they have to, and they've not done yet because there's plenty of football left. And why to show that he is not going to be easily deterred? Well, it appears that Jalen no. Cooper is kind of shaking up a little bit. They got him on the sideline with his helmet off. We'll see. We'll try to get no, they're just giving him a breather, that's all. 
Oh, yeah, right. Oh, you his spokesman. Put some dirt on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put some dirt on it. Right? I can't find any dirt in this earth. Dr. Smith, the advocate for Jalen Cooper, and they're going to hand off to Thompson up the middle, picking up five yards on the play. Dr. Prince is an advocate for Jalen Cooper. Oh, he's fine. Uh, you know, you, you, you got right. that father in the stands, you know, when, you, when your son gets hurt. Right. Kind of the whole father on him. Exactly. Ain't nothing wrong with him. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But, Daddy, I'm, I'm actually hurt. There's right. a bone sticking out, man. <laughs> <laughs> You guys another, exactly. Oh, he kept another pass to the right side, keeps his feet moving. He pitches up enough for the first down. That was Marquan Green. Um, he's actually his legs are blown out from underneath him, but he, he kept yeah, neither nothing touched the ground. So he, he, he used the defender as as some balancing. Yes, sir. Can get more yards. That's yes, where squatting comes from, having those strong legs beneath you. Mm. First and ten for the Golden Norseman at the thirty-five yard line. Oh, hand off to Thompson to the right side. Share the two defenders. Has a few blockers picking up eight yards just before going out of bounds. Yeah, what should have been a tackle for loss was yes, a determination by the runner to get a pass of uh, a couple of would-be tackles to get a positive game. Yeah, running just out of their grasp. So second and a manageable three for the Golden Norseman. Ball at the 27-yard line of the Buccaneers need to stop. Another hand off to Thompson to the right side, and he's just going to run this one out of bounds, but gets enough for another first down. Yeah, right now what the Norsemen are doing, they're responding to the score, which would have been a tie. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. going they're going down and trying to reestablish the momentum with I said they still slightly the edge. I agree. And again that block that block PAT started, but like you said, they're they're tacking on pretty much what was started with that block field goal and they look like they're on the verge of scoring again and that's again a, a tremendous blow to the Buccaneers. Well, speaking of the momentum, there's a timeout on the field charge against the Bland Buccaneers to try to stop this momentum of the Golden North man. As we have forty three seconds remaining in the third quarter. Fourteen to thirteen is our score in favor of the Golden North. Well, that's the second timeout for the Bucks. Agree. And it's not even fourth quarter yet. Right. I agree, and you did mention it, Doc, earlier about the early. It starts a little early for that first time out, and again, that was just for a punt. They were whether or not they were going to punt or not. But nonetheless, yeah. here's a time to uh, take time out to touch on our sponsors. So, Auto Check and Auto Repair <laughs> at one five three nine Cypress Spring Drive and Spring Tech. You can call Steve at Steve at two eight one four four zero one one eight eight. Steve will uh, leave you pick up your vehicle, leave you with a 2016 Toyota. Why he diagnoses your problem. Auto check and auto repair. Also, Temple of Refuge Ministry. Hey, I heard, heard a good him. doctor himself delivers the word on Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Does he deliver a word? He delivers a word, sir. I try, <laughs> at least. He breaks <laughs> it down. And Temple of Refuge Ministries is located at 45372 Old Highway 290 in beautiful Prairie View, Texas. Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. Temple Sun- of Refuge Ministry. Early Sunday morning. Yes, there you go. Easy like Sunday morning. What it look at that. Back in the end zone, that pass is incomplete. That's going to bring up second down for the Golden North. Bro- broken up by uh, the quarterback, uh, defensive back, Nate Betts. I mean, the ball is right there in the receiver's hand. Nate Betts pokes his hand up in there and breaks up that pass. And you're right, Dr. Prince. Jalen Cooper is out onto the field. He just rubbed a little dirt on it. Hand off Uh-oh. to Cortez, and he has nothing but daylight, Ooh. and he's going to lower his shoulder and score 
Wow. wow. That was a vicious run. And it was a violent run. Yeah. <laughs> he ran with a chip on his shoulder. There you go. A couple of chips. Wow. Let's Good. hope that this is not uh, the the degree of separation at this point of the game for the Bucks. That was like a three yard touchdown run by Cortez Watson. They're going to need to answer the answer that uh, score. Absolutely, absolutely. As the kick is up, and it is good, so that will make the score twenty-one to thirteen in favor of the Golden North. And as Doctor Mike Francis mentioned, let's just hope that last run by Cortez did not suck the life out of the Blair Buccaneers. And, and here's why I say that with with the purpose on that run. When I say the purpose on the way. He lowered his head, the way mm-hmm. he ran with authority, mm-hmm. and the responsiveness or lack of lack defense on that particular series or drive makes you wonder, are they getting winded? I don't know because there was a lot of high tackles. I mean, he did run through some defenders' arm tackles, and I didn't see anyone going low on him. Right. Like, he's a shorter back he's as well. Five. He's already 5'9". Thank you. Thank you. You have to get a lower center of gravity when you want to tackle guys. He's already showed some strong leg strength going through tackles. So um, you just I'm, I'm looking at things from a different perspective, guys. Absolutely. Just, you know, just to you know, You're a big picture uh, guy. So in terms of the tackling, I really want to add, so how important is it to get back to the fundamentals oftentimes we see at this level of the game? And even at the professional level, we kind of forget about the fundamentals in terms of the way that you tackle. You know, we still see, unfortunately, arm tackles even at this stage of the game. No matter what level you're on, it always comes back to fundamentals. Correct. Absolutely. Okay, Correct. people want to do the big things when they don't have the fundamentals down. And that's why guys don't succeed. Agreed. He's going to feel this one at the six-yard line, getting past the 10. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. He has nothing but daylight past oh, the 30, past the 40, move. 45, and he's brought down at midfield number 34, Philip Jones for the Glenn Buccaneers. About a 50-yard return on that last play. Nacogdoches finest. Just what the doctor ordered. Absolutely. Now, Is that Dr. Mike? Well, I don't know about Dr. Mike, but Dr. Bland. <laughs> you know, just what they needed to get the momentum back. Correct. Right now, uh, the, the Norsemen are taking control, have taken control of the game, let's be honest. Uh, but right now you got an opportunity. Now if I score here, I got to get a two point conversion. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I would I would go for the two. But let's get the score in first and foremost. That's right. First things first. So the Glen Buccaneers are going to set up shop just at midfield. Notice, gentlemen, that uh, Williams is not out there. Uh, yes, uh, number ten, David Young Boy is that quarterback for the Glen Buccaneers. Now, if I'm the Norseman, if I'm the Norseman with 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 the backup quarterback being in. I'm going to key in on the run. That's just me. Agreed. Agreed. That's Agreed. just me. Well, remember, Williams had a slight injury earlier. Let's hope that he is okay. He was running around after that last touchdown. You know, I kind of thought it was maybe it was in a hyperextended knee or something. Um, you know, he was snatched down. He was, he oh, he was snatched down. First and 10 for the Bucks. Ball at the 49-yard line with 24 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Swing receiver set up. Grace offset to Boyd's left. And Boyd's just going to go with the quarterback draw up the middle. Gaining maybe a yard. We'll give him two yards on the play. I'll tell you what, guys. That that big line of Clayton Woods, Garrison Tuos, William Gilchrist, Bo Morris, and Jamarcus Bolden better 
grind it out. So eight seconds remain on the third quarter. It appears that number six, Devin oh. Williams, were checking into the game, but we do have an injured buck on the field. I believe that's number 77, Jamaris Bowden. And Davion Bowden is limping off the field himself, the quarterback. Uh-oh. Well, we have not called the big guy up front, but they've been having a solid game up front for the Bucks. Um, they're taking a knee right now while they're taking a knee. Uh, we don't want to speculate too much. They give us some scoring update while they try to sort out what's going on. In the Southwestern Athletic Conference, Alabama State on top of Alabama A&M by a score of 13-9 to with 6-10 remaining in the third quarter. Southern destroying Arkansas Pine Bluff by a score of 34-7, to 422 remaining in the second quarter. And European University Panthers victorious against Bacone College on their homecoming by a score of 34-17. to 17. Jackson State victorious against Mississippi Valley State by a score of 24-5. to 5. And Grambling having no problem getting past Texas Southern by a score of 50-24. to 24. As Williams is going to scramble out of the pocket and throws this one out of bounds on second down. Yeah, Williams came back in the game after, again, uh, Boyd limps off the field, um, tries to pass unsuccessfully. There's a flag down. Looks like that might be against the Bucks and holding. Not a lot of laundry against the Bucks on today. You're correct, guys. And that's a great thing. That's a great thing to observe. The penalties can definitely kill you in a ball game. So that's a great, great observation, Dr. Mike Prince. So you're saying that the Panthers were victorious today? By the score of 34 to 17. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. And I believe that last play is going to take us. To the end of the third quarter, guys. 21 to 13, our score. The Bucks are going to have the ball at the 42-yard line at the start of this fourth quarter. Your assessment thus far? Well, right now, uh, momentum is slowly creeping back into the hands of the Bucks. They got to make sure. We want to make sure that Williams is okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defensive uh, unit led by uh, uh, Cooper and uh, uh, Jackson have stepped up mm-hmm. tremendously. Mm-hmm. But now you got to offset that by getting this game tied back up. We get this game tied back up, it's going to bring out a whole new dimension from Buck Nation, I believe. Agreed. Hand off to Carlos Grace on second down. He's going to lose about a couple of yards on the play. That last penalty backed up the Buccaneers about 10 yards. And I believe they put four seconds back on the clock. Yeah, that's so after happened. that play, it's going to lead up. There we go. To the fourth quarter. I was like, that was off the point. <laughs> thought that was the end of the game. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Did we miss a quarter? <laughs> Man, it ain't so, Joe. <laughs> so nonetheless, they put four seconds back on the clock. So that last run by Carlos Grace will take us to the end of the third quarter, leading to the fourth quarter. Your assessment now, thus far. I don't know, guys. You know, we talked about the back and forth, but, again, it seems as though the uh, Golden Norsemen still have that momentum the doctor doc spoke of. And, again, it's something that, that uh, the Buccaneers need to recapture, not just because they're playing at home and it is back this homecoming. They're playing for this uh, first place. This yes, sir. The first they're place. playing for the, the top dog of the conference. And with that being said, 
uh, this game has been everything that at least I've anticipated uh, when we were looking at the matchups for this. Uh, Northeastern Oklahoma, not afraid to any stretch of the imagination. Okay. Coming in ranked number 14th in the nation. They're coming in with a chip on their shoulder. We're playing against the number 14 on homecoming. How dare them insult us and challenge us and schedule us for their homecoming game. And they are now standing, you know, with a comfortable lead going into the fourth quarter, but the Bucks are knocking at the door. And I cannot reemphasize on the importance and the health of Williams, who was averaging 276 yards a game. He's thrown for 10 touchdowns. Uh, how important his uh, health is for the rest of this game and season. Important for his health, Carlos Grace's health, this entire offense, Antoine Jackson Jr.'s health. Everybody's healthy. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. All the key components. So third and 19 for the Bucks. That team has slipped five ball at the 40-yard line. Williams is in. Right to left. Yes, sir. Devin Williams is in the game. As he dropped back to pass, and he's going to oh. take down to the receiver. And he's met immediately at the 40-yard line, gaining no yards on the play. Excellent read. They did a go-round on the far side, tried to come back with a screen. And that's good film study by uh, the Golden Norsemen on the defensive side. They were there to snuff that out, and the Bucks are going to be forced to punt this one. Yes, sir, they will be forced to punt this one. A quick score update in the Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference. Hampton on top of Bethune-Cookman by a score of 21-17, to 8.35 remaining in the fourth quarter of that game. Florida A&M having no problems getting past Morgan State by a score of 34-28. to 28. And Howard defeating South Carolina State by a score of 28-20. to 20. Who's Howard's quarterback? Uh, by the name of Cam Newton. Calvin Newton is the quarterback. There we go. The there little we go. brother of Cam Newton there we go. who played ball here at Bleak. There we go. I knew, I knew there was something about Howard. There it is, Cam Newton's little brother. So, guys, that punt's going to go out of bounds, and they will – the Golden Norseman will set up shop at the 33-yard line, moving left to right. Huge, huge plays need to come up for this Grand Buccaneers defense on this drive. And there's not desperation time, but it's not – I mean, I would go for the strip. I would go for the stop. But, again, it's not desperation just yet, but they definitely need to – to keep the uh, Golden Norsemen off the board. Realistically, you might have three more possessions if you're the boss. Because you mentioned that, uh, mentioned the strip, uh, Mr. Kyle, for the Golden Norsemen have had two turnovers by fumbles in this game. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So it's possible to, to get a third. White hands off the Thompson and has a few blockers. Picks up about, keeps his feet moving. Wow. Picking up about nine yards, but would have been a gain of a five, kept his feet moving to pick up about four extra yards on that play. And his knees were probably six inches off the ground as he'll continue to drive. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Strong young man. Yes, sir. He's running back. Thompson, Cortez, they're not big, but they play big, as I love to say. Yes, sir. Oh! Another hand off to Thompson, shed a defender in the backfield, and he shed another defender. Oh, no. Look at this. Past the 40. And he's going to be brought down after a huge gain and enough for a first down. His legs are steadily moving. And he was almost caught in the backfield by Jackson. Yes, sir. Did what I call the shimmy move. He shook his shoulder fast but kept his legs turning 
looting defenders. And when you got a little shifty back like that, guys get fascinated and looking at their shoulders. Thank you. Good point, guys. to look at their waist. You look at their belt buckle. You watch their belt. You watch those hips. You don't, the, what they do, their head, the head fakes, and the shoulder fakes, and the ball, you focus exclusively on that belt buckle and zone in on there. Well, that just goes back to the discipline and the fundamentals, as I mentioned before, guys. Yes, you know, we get out there in the trenches. You know, you've been taught to do the things correctly that you just mentioned in terms of, you know, watching the hips and everything like that and how to tackle. It's like when you're in there, you try to do whatever you got to do just to bring the runner down. Get you in where you fit in, huh? Yes, sir. So another handoff up the middle. This time it's going to be Williams. Picks up about seven yards on the play. Again, these misdirection plays. I mean, they, they have the bucks on their heels the entire game. Well, something that we did not touch on that's happening right now, this is a mental wear down. Correct. Good point, Doc. This is a mental wear down because all the thinking and the confusion of the misdirection is overwhelming. And speaking of the misdirection, this time Wyatt is going to keep it himself and runs out of bounds and picks up the first down for the Golden Endorsement. We do have a flag on the play. It was by the back judge, so most likely will be holding against the Golden Endorsement. Well, oh, I was wrong. It's going to be a personal foul face mask charge against the Bland Buccaneers. Not good. That's, that's, going, to add, yeah, that's going to add 15 more. And uh, you're getting to the point now, and you hate to be so cliche, uh, but the Buffs cannot really afford to give up another touchdown. Like you talked about sucking the life out of this team. If and, it didn't happen before, it just may have happened, and the crowd, because crowd. they're quiet. It just may have happened with that last penalty to put them at the 11-yard line of the Bucks. Well, sir, you said it best, Ms. Davis. This crowd is church boss quiet. And that's not a good thing, especially for home coming. So play action fake, and they're going to throw this one to the left side, and he's going to shed a few defenders, keep his legs. Wow. stays inbound for wow. a Golden Norseman touchdown. Wow. I have no idea how he was able to stay inbound on that far sideline. you got the binoculars, Dr. Mike Prince. Maybe you can tell us how he was able to stay inbound well, on that play. Well, just pure determination and allowing his blockers to lead, not overrunning. Sometimes you got a guy that know they're fast, know they're athletic, and they'll leave their blocking. But he had a convoy of blockers, and he allowed them to let the blocks develop, and he slid right between the creases. Wow. So that touchdown was not what the doctor ordered. You are the Grand Buccaneers, and the kick is up, and it was good. And the last score is going to make it 28-13 to 13 in favor of the Golden Northman with 12-38 remaining. Some crowd members are starting to leave. That's not a good sign. That's a, I, listen, why well, haven't given up? So let's hope the crowd stays behind these Buccaneers. Is Again, there's still plenty of time in the fourth quarter. Well, Definitely going to need to make some plays now. I mean, this is come to do or die playtime. Well, I may mention you're going to have probably three more possessions throughout the course of this game. Each one is going to count. You're only down two possessions, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. You got 12-38 Right, 12-38 Like I said, this is going to be possession one of the three that I said you have remaining. Theoretically, but Bucks have been moving the ball, but not when they need to move the ball. They need to put some things collectively together to allow a, a, a good series uh, and give your defense a little time to catch their breath. Too. Correct, because they've been playing on, I mean, this entire time, and and, and as they've uh, had to endure long drives by the Golden Norseman. And, uh, Mr. Kyle, I just want to quickly touch on the point you talked about the crowd in terms of the lead and everything like that. I mean, only that people may think that it's clear that if you see that, you know, that kind of makes you lose a lot of confidence and everything like that, because as Mike mentioned before, the crowd 
and the team, they're one together. But at the same time, it's both men. Yes, sir. But at the same time, as a player, you cannot let that get to you. You still have to focus on the game, the tag at hand. Even though, looking up, on one hand, you may think about it, oh, man, the crowd's leaving this game pretty much over. You can't think about that. You no. have to focus on the game at hand. There's right. an old saying, you can't have rabbit ears. And what that simply means, you can't be so sensitive to what the people are saying in the stands yes, sir. that you lose your focus on what you need to be doing on the field. So whether they come or go, I still got to play my game. I still got to do my part to help my team win. Yes, so sir. hopefully these guys are focused enough where they can start on this series to get back into this game and recapture the moment. One of these three series you spoke of, and this, why not start on the first series and go down for a score? Yes, sir. As this kick is going to sail in the back of the end zone, Buccaneers will set up shop at the 25-yard line, moving right to left with 12.38. 12.38 remaining here in the fourth quarter, down by the two-possession game. It's 28, 28 to 13. Did not. Only 15 down. Only, only, exactly. Only 15 down. <laughs> and it's a touchdown, a two-point. I got to score. If I score a touchdown first, you know, I got to get a two-point whichever way I go. I got it. Yeah, I, guess, I see how how you score. I mean, what's going on at the time. I mean, you got to get the two-point either first or second score. No, but I'm going with the first. Got you. <laughs> Carlos Grace and Devin Williams are in the game for this possession. Here's Grace. Here we go. Here we go. 30 past the 40. And he's going to use some acceleration past the 50. That's a 40. Keeps he ran 20 yards. 20-yard run by Grace and Mercy himself for a huge game for the Grand Buccaneers. 20 after contact, I'm speaking yeah. of. Yeah. After contact. And, and, and with that run, that's the message you got here, guys. We got a lot of ball left, but we got now. We have we to go now. Count. We got to make them count. Hey, guys, we do have a flag. I think it's a personal. Uh, some, uh, Give me 15 back from the Golden Norseman. Should be a personal foul charge against the Golden North. I would agree. I would agree. He was down. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There we go. Unfortunate conduct charge against the Golden Northman. Tack on one extra yard. Give me the 15. And so right now, let's not get cute. Let's not get fancy. Let's dance with the person who brought you there. Let's dance with the one that got me here. Give it back to Grace. He ain't had enough touches. No, sir. No, sir. He has not ball. His place at the 24-yard line of the Golden Northman. First and 10 with 12-26 remaining here in the fourth quarter. As the Bucks are going to go with a trip to the right, Grace offset to Williams' right. Williams going to hand out to Grace up the middle again. This time he's met at the line of scrimmage. Just got back to the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play. That was a good tackle by Lamontre Huval. I mean, that was an open field tackle against a great back like Carlos Grace. He's going to take him down single-handedly. Yeah, he got a yard out of it, but that was probably the toughest yard he had to earn all day. <laughs> yes, sir. So now we have second and 10 for the Bucks. Ball at the 23-yard line. Moving right to left. Williams seems reading in motion. They're going to go with Jet Street to the right side. He's going to cut up the middle. Gains positive yards. Picked up He's about five yards to be exact. Kept his feet moving. Yes, sir. To make this now third and a manageable four, four. Yeah, looks for like, the Bucks. Yeah, it looks like three or four, depending on who you're rooting for. If you're rooting for <laughs> northeast of Oklahoma, you're going to say four. If you're for the Bucks, you're going to say three. Long three. Four. <laughs> I'll take three, please. Would you call this a four-down territory? Oh, no doubt. Absolutely. No doubt. Absolutely. At this point, you're down two touchdowns here in the fourth quarter. Definitely a four-down territory. 
Handoff to Grace. Here we go. Here's the first down. And this one lowers his shoulder. Gets more than enough for the first down. Now, that was an explosive run by the He ran what they call the A-gap. That's between the guards and the center. And he took that run and dined on his right, hit that lane, and get some tough inside yards. Roger Grass was uh, one of the players that had him. So, here he goes, the pass. Wide open. Wide open play action. Wide open play action. That was set up by the run. By the run. And that's what the play action is designed for, especially if the run is working out successfully. Keep him out there. David did on that drive. Mr. David, that is what the good Dr. Prince ordered. Yes, sir. This is. They're going for the kick, sir. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to go for this point. It doesn't seem like Dr. Prince. Wow, I'm surprised. I thought they'd go for the point. I don't think Dr. Prince agrees with this call. I don't either. I don't know. I mean, we got a flag on the play. Go for it now and see if you get it. Then you'll have to know what you need to do for later. Right? If you if you score again, you're going to know it's so obvious. This is interesting to say that you actually don't agree with this. No. We got a false start. That's going to back him up five more yards. You got to kick it now. You really got to kick it now. But even though, even (laughs) though, I'm surprised to see you. You didn't actually agree with that call. (laughs) I'll tell you what. (laughs) They did get the six. Hopefully they'll tack on one more point, and then they'll know what to get from there. And the kick is up, and it is good. And now makes the score 28 to 20. Dylan Baker the goal score. Brings the score fairly quickly, only shaving about two minutes off the game clock. We have 10 feet remaining here in the fourth quarter, and they find themselves down by eight points. Down by eight points, football left. Yes, sir. Now that we've established that we can't run. Because remember, Grace was the number eight running back in the nation. Yes, sir. Averaging 115 yards a game. Okay. You have the defense who's been well rested. Yes, yes. They did get a break. They got it. They got it. This was a long, well, not long, but a consuming break. They got the win. Now, if you're northeastern Oklahoma, you're going to try to reestablish the momentum with what? The run. You got a back that's averaging 131 yards a game, and you've been doing misdirection. So the discipline, if ever needed, is going to be needed now from those books on the defensive side. Well, Mike, you mentioned momentum, and I say this all the time, that the game of football is momentum changing throughout the entire ball game. After that huge, huge performance by the offense of the Glenn Buccaneers, the defense will now look at that and come out with some explosiveness. And I believe you can possibly attest to this as a former defensive player yourself. When your offense goes out there with the momentum and scores fairly quickly, it's now all on you to make a stop against the opposing team. I know you don't know this reference I'm about to use, but in the infamous words of Muddy Waters, I got my mojo working. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. (laughs) I had no idea. But I I get it. Muddy who? Maybe you've heard of the movie Cadillac Records. Oh, Uh, yes. There you go. Exactly. 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 Yes, sir, I have. Oh, once I get it. And, they're gonna, and I believe they recovered it. They recovered by the Glenn Buccaneers. How about that? I think it did. I think it did. I think it did. If it went 10 yards, then it will be the first time. Wow. Got my 
Joe Workin. You just said that, sir. So, oh. Excellent, excellent call by Coach Mahon to go with the onside well, gambler. We might suck out him, the gambler. The gambler. He's a risk taker. I told you guys that he is a risk taker. We you saw it there again. Hold him. Go in the fold him. Go in the walk away. Onside now. Hey, guys. Hold on, hold on, guys. I don't think it went 10 yards. Yeah, it did. Uh, let's see. Let's Special see. teams are still are still on the field. They're back out on the field. Oh, I don't believe this one went ten yards. Oh wait, wait. They're discussing it. And they're just, well, they're still discussing. Is uh, clearly recovered by the Bucks. Right. But the question but, is, how far did it go? Oh wow. Or was it even touched? Oh, no, 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 no. They said it was touched. But if it goes 10 yards, well, they don't, the team, ten yards it goes 10 yards, they don't have to touch it before the buck, even if it goes 10 Correct. yards. Right, right. Correct. Right. But what I'm saying, I'm thinking that ball was touched slightly. I before think 10 touched, yards. Before the 10 yards. Ah. So if it was before the 10 yards, that negates it having to go 10 yards. Mm. Wow, this could be a very uh, 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 big turnaround. Well, I don't know if the Golden Norseman touches, though, at that point. I'm not sure. And they're putting the ball on the 33-yard line, which means well, of, uh, they might just be a penalty after the kick or something. Yeah, well, nonetheless, I know I they said the Bucks are going to have to kick this one again. Well, not for the 33, though. You know, that, yeah. that, that, they, they set the ball on the 33-yard line. That ball would not be set on the 33-yard line. That might just be a penalty after that, after that play or well, something. Well, the key is who's going to have the possession. Right, that's what we're really I think talking that's about. What they're trying to sort we're, out right now. I, I think we're kind of hooked on the fact they're that the uh, Golden Northman are set up for they're kick return. Kick return again. But forget what they're set yeah. up for. It's, we're it's worried about what the upstarts are. Exactly. The there you go, Doc. We're focusing on. There you go. And that's on the thirty-three yard line. Man, they're still in the. And if it is on thirty-three yard line, they're going to get the ball. That that's not a good sign for the. And I know they're not ordering dinner right now. They they sitting up here. They're not feeling. They eat tonight, Mike. <laughs> no, no, no. I say tomato, you say tomato. You want Chinese, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Italian. <laughs> I'm thinking Mobius. No, I want some bushes. Bushes, chicken. Best in look like they're sorting this out right now. Now they're going to. The, I believe that. I believe yeah, they're going to the sideline now in Northeastern Oklahoma to explain to the head coach what's going on. And the defense is coming out. I'm trying to tell yeah. you guys. Yeah, but in fact, I'm trying to tell you there's a penalty after that play because. Why else would you have the ball on the 33-yard line? That doesn't even make so sense. So the Bucks are going to have possession? Yes. Yes. No. 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 It's, it's, going to be gold, it's, no it's going to be a golden north. They're going to have possession because, as you said, Mike, I believe it was touched by the Bucks before it went 10 yards. But why the 33, gentlemen? Well, uh, maybe there was an infraction. We don't have the luxuries of microphones that doesn't explain the referees in this case of what the issue is. So we're somewhat speculating right now. However... Is summing up to look like it's going to be the Golden Norseman's ball. Well, it's Strip City time. Yeah, at the 33-yard line of the Bucks. Yes, sir. Wow. 10:45 remaining here. They better go for the ball and only the ball. Why is the man in motion? Hands off the constant up the middle. Mackey Leesley keeps his feet moving, picking up about three yards on the play. Wow. Interesting, interesting turn of events. Wow. In the past minute. Once again, you know, there's still a lot of ball left, but do you give the momentum back? You know, if you get it, of course, it's a wonderful play, but, you know, it's one of those deals. We've got to see how it unfolds. 
Second and seven for the Golden Norseman. Leading by the score of 28 to 20 here with 10 minutes exactly. He's all out blitz coming. Oh, he's going to keep it. And throw it. And that pass is complete. He's going to gain about three yards in the play. He's going to bring up third and about two for the Golden North. Well, once again, that was a design for a read option yes, play. Yes, read option pass. Yes, so, so what happens is he fakes the handoff and he's going to keep it. The big tight end sitting over there in isolation just waiting, just waiting, just waiting. So now third and four for the Golden Norseman. Ball now at the... 27-yard line. I think, I think the Bucs will bring the house again, gentlemen. They're yes, going to have to bring the house here on third down. Come on, 40 and 4. <laughs> Here's a pass. Take the shot. Oh, no. Open. Touchdown, Golden Northman. Wow. Wide open. Well, what happened? The Bucs set the all-out this, and Wyatt being calm in the pocket under pressure, knew that he was going to have a little time. He just happened to shoot at the right throw, and he just led his receiver for the easy receiver I'm not sure why he said why oh, yeah. oh, no, that. You got a full-out blitz. Full blitz. But even if you're a man, that means you have full-out blitz. You have to be in man coverage. So why would that cornerback, what move did – I don't did, know if it was a coverage breakdown. Or right, what move did Wells put on that cornerback? He was at least Once 15 again, yards. That was that mental wear down. Gotcha. All that misdirection, the guy's been running inside, tough and hard all game long. And so now you got to question the early onside attempt. You got to question it. It's part of it. Not that, that we're powerful. Does that go hand in hand with the three point, like the missed three point field goal? Well, right now, that gives me, that puts me 17 points. Mm. We had a 10 point swing. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then if you want to get technical, I could have got my two, mm. but I won't even call on that one right now. But right now, you still, once again, we still got some time, but you kind of negate that last drive by giving up a short field. Agreed. Yeah, I, Agreed. I honestly wasn't too sure about the early onside kick uh, called by the Glenn Buccaneers, even though it appears that it was going to work out in their favor, but that yeah. uh, wasn't the case, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately. But I don't think I would have went with the onside kick this early. Well, those are, one, those on are one of those questions that we can ask Coach Mahon on the Coach Ryan Mahon show that can be heard exclusively here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network featured to you on Wednesday mornings at nine, I mean, not Wednesday, but Monday mornings at 9 a.m. at obnradio.com. Well, the Blend Buccaneers scored fairly easily on their last drive, only shaving two minutes off of the game clock. They're going to have to do the exact same thing here on this next drive as that kick fails out of bounds. They will set up shop at the 25-yard line, guys. An interesting, interesting turn of events just within the last two minutes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. An interesting turn of events for sure. Um, Intriguing now as we're getting deeper into this game. um, And and one of the things that I can only imagine, uh, knowing Coach Mahon as I have got to know him over this season, that maybe he wants to give his off his defense a little bit more rest. Oh, gotcha. Why he would gotcha. go for that onside kick. Gotcha. So ball at the 25-yard line, first and 10 for the Bucks. Trips to the right, Grace offset to Williams' right. Williams takes a snap, hands off to Carlos Grace. Runs Count that snap and look at him. He's been past 30, and he's brought down at the 31-yard line, gain of about six yards on the play. Yes, sir. Six-yard gain. 
Now Grace is running with purpose and passion right now here in the second half. Uh, the last three touches he's had, they've been uh, designed runs for inside, but with his agility. Reaction. Oh, in and out of the hand. In and out of, of the hand. Of Corey Smith. Of Corey Smith. That is the third drop pass by Corey Smith in this ball game. He's had a hot and cold game today. Yes, yes sir. sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. Plays like that in this game, you have to come up big on those particular plays. And, and he put it right there in the bread basket. He's, yes, sir. He, he's gotten right open. The Corey Smith basket. has gotten the open each time since Davidson. He just hasn't been able to haul his in. So it would have been a first down for the Bucks. Will be now third and four. Ball at the 32 yard line, guys. Do you go with a run or do you go with a, do you go with a well, run? Well, Grace, or do you go with the pass? You're in it's four down four. territory. It's four down territory. I'm gonna go with the pass. And they will go with the pass. Oh, and he he's wrong. Oh, he's going to he, he never went down. He never went down. He never went down. Thirty pass of forty runs out of bounds for a first down. Ooh-wee. He looked like a short sack. He spun out of it. Knee nor behind. Never touched the ground. He kept the ball. Uh, the uh, legs churning. They never blew the whistle. First down. Stay active. You never know what happens. There you go. We see that a lot by Devin Williams at the quarterback position. He is a very, very talented player. First and 10 for the Buccaneers ball at the 40-yard line. Williams attempts another pass. Steps up in the pocket. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Corey Smith. And that pass is incomplete. Now, that was not on Sikori. He had to he had to come inside that defender, uh-huh. yes, leap sir. up, and almost came to He almost made a uh, – Lou, what was that? Lin Swan. You know where I was going with that. Almost made a Lin Swan type of catch. still a legend. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dre. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just ready to make a Dallas, a, a Dallas reference on this broadcast. Let me know. It, it wasn't – I wasn't trying to bring up Pittsburgh per se. I just wanted to say the, the, the concentration during the catch. That was Lin Swan-ish. <laughs> when Swan-like. You can't do that, running Pittsburgh Steelers fan. You're going to just take it to the extreme. I see. Yeah, no I see. reason at all. Because the incomplete class will bring up second and ten ball at the 40. Williams is reading in motion. And he's going to face hands off to him, keeping himself past the 40. Oh. He's going to be brought down after being about six yards on the play. Kind of slumped down a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Bo Morris took uh, – <laughs> Took a, uh, took uh, the linebacker Lamont Duval down with a big shot. Well, you know they've changed the rule, guys. Uh, where if you grab the nameplate now, that's going to be it's not a horse collar. Well, no, they said that it, could it be. Is. Yeah, that could be a horse collar. Oh, it's okay. a- another pass complete to DeAndre Reed. He will have enough for the first down. Wait, ball put he plays right at midfield. Put your hand on the nameplate. Yes, sir. Really? Because it can cause a possible injury with the jerking Gotcha. Lord have mercy. Football is just going to be two-hand touch. That's how we get done with all these. Yeah. All right. For the band, I agree with you, brother. <laughs> I'm just not used to it. I know. Ball plays at midfield. 7:39 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Bucks are down 35 to 20. As we here we go, here we go. He's going deep. Downfield again. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Now we do have yes. pass on the play. Yes. It will be pass interference. Yes, he got his separation. Defender be. did make contact before the ball comes to him. So Corey Smith does draw a pass interference call. It will be pass interference charge against the Golden. Norseman, we we kind of peaked that again on on that last play. On that last play, they didn't call it. He didn't quite get the pass interference, but we saw it there on that last play. Yeah, 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 talking a little noise now, it's Corey. You can't hold me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he needs to hold that ball though. <laughs> what the Corey is your speedy wire receiver. You, know, you got uh, Quentin uh, Quinn Newton. You got 
uh, Kedrick Weefall. So Corey Smith is your speedy wide receiver. That's why they put him out there on the wide out. He just got past the cornerback on that, and the cornerback was not able to keep up with him. Again, he's gotten separation this whole game, sir. It's just a matter of, again, hanging on to the ball. So that penalty is going to make this first and 10 for the Bucks at the 35-yard line of the Golden Norseman. 7:31 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Trips to the left for the Bucks. Grace offset to Williams' left. It's great. Here he is. Skip past the first wave. Defenders brought down. Gain of about five yards on the play. Brings up second and five for the Bucks. Remember Carlos Grace on first and ten. Gain some positive yards for the Buccaneers to make this second and five. Seven minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. As the Bucks are going to go trips to the left, Grace offset to Williams left play action phase. Here we go, here we go, here we go. And that pass. Oh, and we have another flag. On pass interference. Well, the Bucks are going for broke right about now, and they got to either get the play or keep getting these penalties. <laughs> yeah, that was a big Christian Drake. Yards and yards. Yes, sir. It don't matter how you get them. It doesn't matter how you get it, yards and yards. That pass interference will be charged against the Golden Norseman. It seems as though they're shooting for Christian Drake on that pass. He was able to haul it in. But, again, he did get deep in the end zone. So, they're going deep and going long. Now, guys, we talked about the onside kick that the Buccaneers attempted with 10 minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. If the Bucs score here on this drive, do you go in for the onside kick? No. Because my friends are they lost the surprise factor. The first and ten for the Bucks ball at the 16-yard line. Hand off the great. Oh, he's going. He's going. He's going. He's going. He's going to be brought down inside the five-yard line of the Golden Norseman. Grace and mercy with the huge, huge game for the Buccaneers. First down. First goal. It's Grace time showing no mercy. Ha I like that. Grace time showing no mercy. First and goal for the Buccaneers. Another hand off to Carlos Grace up the middle. Keeps his leg moving. And waiting to get the signal. Looks like he's in. Was he not in? He's in. He's now. He's in. He is in another score by Carlos Grace, the second score of the evening to make the score 35-26. The ninth touchdown of the year for the freshman running back. And the Bucks are definitely, in my case, they got to go for two. Yes, yes sir. sir. Yes, sir. No, they're not. But they're not going for two. Dr. Mike Prince, the kicking unit, is onto the field. I don't know what to make of this. We're just going to go with the one here, sir. I don't know what to make of this, guy. And it's it blocked. is blocked. The kick is oh blocked. And Dr. Mike Prince is not happy about that one. And the second block in today's ball game, he said Dr. Mike Prince, they should have went for two. They did not go for two. Todd, they attempted to kick, and it is blocked yet again. Is that's the timing off, sir? I that's five points. Yes. Five points so far that they've, that they've left on the scoreboard. Is the timing of the snapper and the holder off? What is going I'm on? Not, I'm not sure, Mr. Cobb. Wow. I'm not sure if it's the timing or if it's the blocking or they're just getting back there fairly quickly. They're nine points down now. Yes. That hurts. That hurts because yes. you would have been eight points down with chance to score again and get two-point conversion. Now, wow, you had to get two full scores. Or, no, no, field goal. You can get a, t- a score. 
with your seven. Well, field goal. Well, with the way that the special teams been been looking in terms of the field goals and the extra point, I don't even think that's going to do them any good at this point. Like Dr. Prince said, they should have just went for two yes. on that last Yes, play. should have gone for two. And, um, again, this is another decision that seems to come back and haunt, potentially come back and haunt. And speaking of technically, we've lost five points. Yes, sir. Five points. Field goals. And then the two points. Two extra points. What's, What's our score? 35-26. 35-26. Only down at that point by four. Yeah, now you're down by nine. Mm-hmm. There's 32 remaining, and I asked you guys in terms of should they go and go for the onside kick. No, you're down nine, and as you mentioned, yeah, you can at this point because you, you messed up. You messed up on the last time. That kind of just took away the surprise aspect of it. Exactly. Well, now, I would do that little infamous pooch, try to kick it midway. It kind of seems that's what it was. Slightly, it just didn't go that high in the air. You could have a point there. <laughs> well, I tell you what. <laughs> They, they better do something because it's getting it's getting crunch time at this point. Six thirty-two, as you stated, Miss Davis, and lo and behold, they had to make up a nine-point deficit. However, they can hook or crook. But nonetheless, the defense, other than Buccaneers, are going to have to come up big on this drive. You got to get pressure on Thomas and Wyatt. They've been doing the dirty work for the Golden Norseman offense this entire ball game. Strip City, sir. Yes, sir. Strip City, Interception City, any any way you want to get it. Yes, sir. As it's going to go with the little swivel. Oh, he did not feel it cleanly. He the 20-yard line. Runs into his own man. Runs into his own man. Brought down at the 26-yard line. Woo, 74 yeah. yards. You, you did th- that was a high-percentage kick. That squib kick, because mm-hmm. of the shape of a football, is one of the most difficult mm-hmm. kicks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That ball is going to tell him where it's going to go, how it's going to bounce. And so you, you look at it now. You really got to call on your defense to step it up because you got to touch the ball at least two more times. Correct. So your defense needs two stops, and I'm not talking about three and out stops. You're yeah, not sir. talking about you know give up a couple first downs. Speaking of the defense, the defense of the Buccaneers are on the field, led by Antoine Jackson Jr. and Jalen Cooper, all on the same side. Oh, yeah, sure. They are both on the same side. That's to force the hand. Hand off to the come to side. They came to that side, but he gets slightly past the hole, picking up three yards on the play. They went to the same side that Antoine Jackson Jr. and Jalen Cooper were on on that play. Ability, the best thing Interesting. Interesting, interesting, Dr. Mike Fred. This time, Jalen's going to switch sides, and he's going to be on the right. Jackson Jr. on the left, second and eight for the Golden Norseman with 5.50 remaining here in the fourth quarter. They're leading by the score of 35-26. And Dr. Thomas again. Oh, he's tough. He's met at the line of scrimmage by Antoine Jackson Jr. Big four. Big four. On the bottom of the pile. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, big man. You should be the last one getting up there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Every time. Now, once again, if you notice, the Golden Norseman are not in any hurry. No. no the clock is on your side. Well, Leon only has one timeout left. Uh, and that's again. This is a timeout in the beginning of the game that they burnt out. Yeah. Beginning of the second half, they, they called an early timeout. And, again, I agree unnecessarily. It's for a punt. 
decide what they're going to do on a punt. The first one for a punt, the second one to stop the momentum of the goal of They're leaving the ball fairly easy down the field. They Correct. can't come out to stop their momentum. Here's a pass. And they're going to go to the play action face. Wyatt puts out the pocket in the area. Oh. Long, and that pass is incomplete, broken Woo. up. Nice. Nice. Good breakup by Mike Garrett. Yes, sir. Mike Garrett. He the back, back out of Magnolia. Yes, out of Magnolia. Out of Magnolia. Yes, sir. All the Bulldogs have seen him quite a few times. And the Brenham Cubs, for that matter, have been in the same district, District uh, 25, eh? There you go. It's a good doctor knows. And, Mr. Todd, you called it. Not only did the Buccaneers defense need a big stop, they needed a three and out stop, and they did just that. Fourth down coming up, and the punting units are on the field as we speak. Yes, sir. And then here's a chance for them to give one of those two scores they need back right now. And hopefully, uh, Back to the Bucs. Corey Smith. He's just going to wave this one. Yeah. Oh, oh, my goodness. He grabs it. Anyway, it he grabs it. Oh, that's blocked. Block. Oh, nice block. Back. If you get past the 40, past the 50. Look at this. He's, he's still in his feet. Still in his feet, past the 40. And he's going to be brought down. Wow. Flag back. It is coming back. That same block that we just praised him about will be coming back. I don't know, guys. I saw that block coming. I thought that was a clean block. And that's the interesting thing about blocks like that on kick returns and pump returns because it seems that he kind of got the side of them. It didn't even seem like he got it from behind the back. He got it. He did get the side of them. So that was a clean block from my perspective. And I watched that that play. You can see the number. Leave him alone. <laughs> I don't think he can see the number. I don't think he can see the number. That, I think that was and on the Mike side. I think that was clean. goes back to that discipline and fundamental that you just spoke of. We talked about it with tackling. Now we're talking about it with blocking. If People you wonder why I don't leave coach. Him alone. They wonder why I don't coach. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know, guys. I, again, I saw, that, I saw that block coming from here. It was here. a of it was on the side. Yeah, I agree with you. It was on the side. Unfortunately, officials still call that block in the bag. What you got to understand even if, if if he had to put his head on the inside, which means toward his chest, you may get away with it. But his head was on the back. Uh, the back yes, sir. Which looks like he hit him from yes, sir. the back. Got you, got you. So the get your head in front of him, in front of that shoulder pad. So the Bucs would have had the ball at the 30-yard line of the Golden Norseman. Now they're going to have it at their own 15-yard line with 434 remaining here mm. in the ball game. Wow. That would, have, that would have made a big difference to have the 30 going in, have to travel 85 yards for the score. As we have stoppage in the play. Don't see a flag. Waiting to hear. Well, at this stage, you want to make sure that they got the clock right, the positioning of it. Penalty. Officials place the ball down, so the play will resume. First and ten for the Bucks. Ball at their 15-yard line, moving right to left. Williams going to attempt to pass. Has all day to throw, and he still has time. Still has time. He's in the end zone. Don't. Oh my goodness. He's going to throw this one to Carlos Grace, and that pass is incomplete. That was risky. Very, very risky by Devin Williams. Had all day to throw. That just shows how great the coverage was by the Golden Norseman because obviously there was nothing downfield. He had all day to throw. Excellent protection by the offensive line of the Bucks. But if you're going to scramble, don't reverse field so so much so that you're in your own end zone when you need 
nine points to tie, ten to win. You don't want to give them two more points. No. <laughs> you don't want to give them two additional points. <laughs> you have two touchdowns you need into a touchdown and a field goal. Yeah, it's, it's tough time right now. Tough time. With 420 to be exact remaining here in the fourth quarter. It's going to bring those second and ten. As wins Great protection. Pass, and that pass is complete. To Braden Hux of the Bucks, we do have a flag on the play. Braden Hux of the Bucks, holding on defense. Well, defense. we'll take that. Yes, sir. We will take defensive that. Defensive hold, five-yard penalty for the defensive hold, but it does give the Bucks a new set of downs. There you go. But right now, the Bucks need a couple of big plays. Now, if you're if you're the Bucks, if I can get in any position, whether it's a touchdown or a field goal, I got to take that opportunity. Have to take correct, correct, correct. And that ball will be placed at the 25-yard line of the Bucks. First and ten. We have four fourteen remaining here in the fourth quarter. 35-26 is our score in favor of the Golden Norsemen. This is critical, guys. As Williams sends Hux in motion, he attempts to pass. Here's a guy. Oh, no. He stepped up in the pocket, and he stepped right into the defender of the Golden North. And he had DeAndre Reed streaking down the left sideline. Stepped right into number 94, LeRon Stokes. Well, what was happening, the pocket collapsed around Williams, and you are trained to step into the pocket as it collapsed. Correct. And he went right into the waiting hands of the defender. <laughs> yeah. So stop stepping forward, he stepped to his right. Yeah. There was a heat. Yeah, there he is. And that's interesting in terms of stepping up into the pocket of your quarterback. A lot of times it works out in their favor. They step up. Well, he stepped right. He stepped, he stepped right instead of stepping forward. And he did step right. Yeah. He did step right. And he had nowhere to go. No, sir. Nowhere to go, nowhere to hide. What song is that? Dip sweet when you want to do it. Not Staple Street. The women group. Diana Ross. Oh, there we go. Nowhere to go. Supreme. Look at this. Richard Davis with this. I got you. I know a little bit. I know a little bit. Oh, come on. Don't do that to me. Come on now. Spot you seven out of ten. Come on now. Lee, man. I fell C.A. Point. Well, it took you a minute to get there. You, <laughs> you know I got for some time of work. <laughs> so second and twelve for the Bucks ball at the twenty two yard line. Play action fade Williams throws his right pass. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. He hit immediately. Lord. Picking up about five yards on the play. Great job by Reed to keep his hands on the ball after that hit. Because that was some, that was hit with some authority. Yes. That's going to bring up third and six for the Bucks with 3.25 remaining. Clock continues to run here in the fourth quarter. They got to get down by nine. First down and score. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Again, this time, nothing but daylight, and he's tackled, but not before getting the first down for the Bucks. And there we go. Steps up into the pocket yet again to his right. But there was some daylight on that play. This time it worked out, Mr. Davis. This time it worked out. Either it works out or it doesn't work out. It's time to step up in the pocket. That's usually the way it works. Yes, sir. So first and ten for the Bucks. Ball at the 36-yard line. Moving right to left. Win. Drops back to pass. Steps up in the pocket yet again. This time did not work in his favor. Met after picking up two yards on the play. 
I don't know. Again, we just have to understand this clock is running. You need two scores. I mean, they can score and do the onside kick and maybe try well, to get four field goals. At this point, you you become your own worst enemy right now. Correct. With the, with this, uh, not you got to take a stab downfield. Now, don't throw an INT, but same token, you got to take a stab downfield. You have to gain yards. Have to gain yards, Mister Cobb. Yes, sir. Second and eight for the Bucks. Williams catch another pass. Checks down to Carlos Grayson. He's making. Matter of fact, as he's going to lose about a couple of yards. Yeah. The clock continues to run with about two minutes remaining. The Bucks wind down by nine. Yes, sir, Mr. Cox. Mr. Cox, the clock is ticking. Ticking and talking, and they better do some scoring. There we go. Attempts another pass. Pass incomplete. That's going to bring up fourth down for the Bucks. Obvious fourth down territory for the Glenn Buccaneers. remaining here in the fourth quarter. It's going to be fourth and nine. Sir, Mr. Dave, you might call this ball game right here. Absolutely. You get the first or get the score. You have to get this first down. If you get this first down, it will, in fact, be the ball game. Ball at the 37-yard line. Bucks moving right to left. Trips to the left. Grace offset to Williams left. Williams attempts to pass. Oh, he the pressure's on. He just trying to check down to Carlos Grace. Uh, nowhere. Runs out of bounds. And that will be a turnover on down. That's what I'm doing. Yes, sir. Wow. That will do it. As the offense of the Golden Norris will come out onto the field with 151 remaining. Well, guys, as I mentioned before, a lot of turn of events in this ball game between the top two teams of the Southwest Junior College Football Conference. Your assessment thus far? I'm speechless. I mean, I, I don't want to say. I mean, these guys came in on Blinn's homecoming and have uh, just dominated the game. I mean, don't get me wrong. Blinn's has moments, but we talked about momentum swings. I would say, hands down, uh, the North Golden Norsemen had momentum throughout this game. The Golden Norsemen uh, took advantage of opportunity. And and even though they pretty much dominated the c- control of the floor of the game. There we go. There we go. It's almost like a boxing match. You know, that's right. In the boxing match, the, the judges score on ring generalship. Right. And they, the, the, the Golden Norsemen had, had uh, game generalship. Right. They had control they of the game. Control the game. Yeah. But the Bucks had their opportunity. And I'm going to go on the record and say, that this was a game that the folks lost rather than got beat. There we go. You, difference. There's a difference. There's a big difference from my vantage point. You lose a game when you don't execute on what you're supposed to execute. You get beaten when the team is just that much just better. Just that much better. You. Yes, sir. The and, Golden North, great team. Not better. No. I say I submit to both of you gentlemen, out of ten games, Buccaneers will win seven or eight. Yes. Or seven. It's called seven. But say today, eight. say, okay, say today, yes, Gold Norris has brought their A game. Yes. Yes. And they stuck it to the Buccaneers from, from the word yeah. go. Yeah. From the word go, uh, taking full control of this game. Uh, we still got some uh, ball game left, but it's all academic right now. So what will happen, mathematically, the Golden Norsemen, 
will be at five and two, just as the Bucks will be at five and two. But because they beat the Bucks head to head, they will now be the number one seed. Glenn will become the number two seed, mm. which means that Glenn would still host if it comes down to that they have to play the Golden uh, Norseman again in the playoffs. In the playoffs, they would still host. You're going to have to pack the bags and go to Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what part of Oklahoma are they from? Uh, we'll get all the logistics <laughs> to you in a moment. But in northeast Oklahoma, the last I checked, it's about a seven-hour trip one way. I would, I would, I would submit further. <laughs> seven-hour trip. I, I would travel to, to liberal Kansas, and that was quite a haul. I would go through Oklahoma, and that's going straight north. Right. Right, but that, I think it's, uh, it's about a seven hour. Is it? Okay. okay. Seven hour and maybe some change, 15, 30 minutes somewhere in that window, but it's seven hours for sure. Yes, sir. Well, look, we have some questions going on on the field. Looks as though why, why is Dyker Wald still in the game, Joe? I'm leaving on the next plane. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know when I'll be back Kiss me and cry for me. He can leave on the Buccaneers plane. Seven hours. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I know. Uh, I don't even know if I got the knowledge for that. <laughs> oh, my. There's well, a wheel. Hey, there's a way. I, I, David, I won't be, <laughs> sir, I won't be driving that truck. Y'all didn't know that? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I'd rather walk. <laughs> oh, man. The truck that that, that couldn't. The truck the little that engine that couldn't. That couldn't. That couldn't. <laughs> that I, no, actually, yeah, that, that engine actually could. The little engine that could. It got us through. It got us through. Oh, look. Oh, barely. <laughs> but, you know, yes, sir. But well, yes, we made sir. it. Yes, sir. If you were I was there. happy to switch out vehicles. <laughs> you were only there, Dr. Prince. Yes, sir. It was just chugging along. <laughs> I think I can. With that being said, as we come to the end of this, we might as well thank our underwriters and supporters. Because they've been mighty helpful they've been, in the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, as you gentlemen say, I mean, we definitely have to thank them because they made all this possible, and this has been a great game to, to take part in. So we want to say thank you to Hexar Comfort Solutions and Nieto Technology Partners. Farmers Insurance out of the Hempstead location. Farmers, we are farmers. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Bush's Chicken, which we're, uh, we're partaking in before the game. Uh, Burger Fencing, Landscaping, and more. Mobius Cafe and Pizzeria, I love Mobius. Auto Check and Auto Repair out of Spring. And, of course, Temple of Refuge Ministries with Dr. P himself. Take me to the water. Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. Temple of Refuge Ministries. Take me to the water. Now he's just showing off, folks. Uh-uh. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, we, like, we got 16 seconds on the clock. Punch teams are out on the field. And the Golden Norseman is just going to punt this one away. And it's going to be fielded at the five-yard line. 6.5 seconds remaining. 35-26 will likely be our final score yeah. in this game. Yeah, yeah. Well, gentlemen, look, uh, despite this ending, uh, this has been a beautiful, beautiful uh, first season coverage with the Glenn Buccaneers. Yes, sir. And, um, uh, could not have nearly come close to getting this done without uh, the support and aid of you gentlemen and uh, grateful beyond the measures of words 
Um, it has been an exciting. We still got some some football there. Mm-hmm. Still got some football it's be a busy November for OBN Radio. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be an exciting <laughs> November. Uh, look like you two have the Midas touch with the Angry Birds and now the Buccaneers with the playoff um, endeavors. Yes, um, sir. What has this been like for you guys? And it's been an excellent, excellent journey, Dr. Mike Prince. First time doing it with you for football, and the last time that uh, we did this, first time I actually started doing this with you, it being radio football season was over, so I, I did not get a chance to do football. You got me started with Waller basketball, and that was a journey uh, in itself. And just leading to 2017, it's just been unbelievable up to this point. Well, again, I'm just so happy to be in the family. And, uh, you know, it started with baseball that season with Rose Hill, but this is my first endeavor in the football, and I've enjoyed it thoroughly. I've enjoyed the camaraderie, the, the, the banter back and forth, and it seems as though <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, a good combination. Right? All right. We just want to leave with a little bit of pride. With that, that's going to do it. 35-26 will be our final score in favor of the Golden Norton in this ball game. Number 14 beats number four, and they will flip sides now as far as the standings are concerned. Glenn Buccaneers' regular season will end on a not-so-good note. But with that being said, gentlemen, I would rather lose now than to lose in the playoffs. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I would rather lose now than to lose in the playoffs. So it will be determined, uh, if I'm not mistaken, one will play four, two will play three, and the top four at the beginning of the day, of course, was Williams, and you had Northeastern Oklahoma, you had Trinity, and Tyler. So in either way, Bucks will be hosting Tyler or Trinity Valley. We will have that coming up here real soon. We'll have the dates and information set up for when all this will be released. And, of course, we'll be here with bells on with the dates and times. You can follow me on Twitter at Radio Guy. Instagram is Radio Guy 22. Don't forget the website is obnradio.com. Thank you all so much for joining in with us. The Bucks fall short by the score of 35-26 here on Homecoming 2017 as they will now go back. You have to put this behind you. Another gutsy performance by uh, Wyatt. Mm-hmm. And with the Golden Norseman, you got to give credit to whom credit is due. Mm-hmm. As the Bucks fall short, 35-26, on behalf of the Bland Buccaneers Athletics, Andre Davis, Mr. Kendall Cobb. We cannot forget Sister Jordan, who's been so sweet in helping out on assisting and everything. And, of course, yours truly, the radio guy. Dr. Mike Prince, we thank you all so much for joining us on this afternoon's broadcast. Coming up a little short, but the Bucks shall rise to fight again. Until the next time, <laughs> you guys be blessed, and we'll see you on the other side.